Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Panther fans, what it is, it is another edition of the C3 Friday Free For All, the show for the fans, by the fans. That's right. You can come on the show, be a part of the action, join the discussion. The link to join is in the description to the YouTube video. It's in the description to the Facebook video. And I'll be posting it here in the comments here in just a few moments. Uh, until then, man, let me uh, introduce my my Panther faithful, man. These guys are Friday Free For All veterans. Let's start with my man Drew this week. Drew, what's up, brother? What's going on, fellas? Hey, listen to Matt Rule and the rookies talk today. Yeah. I'm I'm actually looking forward to seeing what's going what's going to happen this season. I mean, these guys are out there starting to get their work in and sounding upbeat, and I'm ready to see what happens. Yeah, man, dude, I, I honestly think today was probably one of my favorite Matt Rule press conferences. The problem is, is I don't know how much I believe him, <laughs> you know, uh, but it was, you know, he did say all the right things as he's been ought to do, but uh, we'll have a great discussion today, man. We're talking about uh, Panthers rookie mini camp going on, the schedule release, Sean Payton rumors, man, that where, where does that come from? Man? We got a, a big time show today, uh, but next up, my man, Kevin, Kevin, what's going on, bro? Not much, man. Just sitting back, chilling, drinking some wine, ready for some Panther talk. I like that. I like that all night. Uh, let's go to my man, Kenneth Panther Pickle. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Uh, cheated today at work. I listened to a lot of Matt Rule's press conference with my phone underneath my tablet at work uh, with my earbud <laughs> in and Hope and hope the boss didn't come up, uh, and uh, he didn't, so I got lucky. So. <laughs> nice, dude. Don't you love it? it press conference. Yeah, don't you love it when Lady Luck swings your way, man? Dude, oh, I love boy. it, man. I love it. Working hard, hardly working. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I did get busted <laughs> once today, but it wasn't by the boss. It was by a cowboy fan, and I tell, and I kind of, I looked at him and laughed, and he said, "Well." 
You know, the Cowboys are always going to win, don't you? I see. Yeah. All the Super Bowls <laughs> they've won in the last 10 years, we'll say it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Cowboy so. fans, they're a special kind of stupid. <laughs> you oh, know, boy. so we just, we just let them go through it on their own in their own time. Yep. But um, um, next special guest uh, from the Nine Last Panther podcast, my man Keith. Keith, what's, what's going up, on, family? Bro? What's up? What's up? Happy to be what's here. What's happening, bro? Yeah, it's man, enjoying your content. Everybody, everybody, check out my man Keeb, Nine Lives Panther podcast, holding it down, doing his thing. Help, help get this man's numbers up, y'all. He's putting Appreciate out great it. content, great, great Panthers conversations. Uh, Keeb, how are you, man? I'm good. Um, things, are, the ball is rolling. I had, um, up, I'm up here in Syracuse, New York, for a seminar on um, on botany and agriculture, but. Oh, cool. uh, I, I I just I just I was so swamped with everything that I couldn't I couldn't join the Friday free for alls you know I was fasting and I couldn't do NLP I, I felt so bad so the ball is rolling again so I'm happy. Hey, you're here now, man. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh, being a part of this conversation and uh, I know he was having some audio troubles, but I think he might have gotten them fixed. Uh, I mean, this guy is a Friday free for all favorite. You all know him and love him. It's Nick Montero. Nick, what's up, brother? What's hey, up, guys? It is a hot for Massachusetts Friday. Hey, you there? Hey, you might need to come back in. Yeah, he, he, he ended up losing his... Uh, the heat. It's too, it's too hot over there. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll get Nick back on here. But uh, we also got my man Poppin' Bullets. Pop, what's up, bro? Poppin' Bullets. Hey, what you been up to, bro? What's up with y'all? How y'all doing? Chillin', man. Chillin', man. I'm getting ready to have this Panthers hey, 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 uh, pop it. conversation. I, I can't do it like Tuan, but, you know, I try. <laughs> That's all, good. That's all good. Yeah, man. But um, anyways, listen, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe if you have not done so already. Um, Let's just jump into it, man. Uh, Everybody yesterday was patiently awaiting the brand new schedule release. With the Carolina Panthers, and you know we're gonna talk about it. And I want opinions, man. Tell me what you think of this schedule, y'all. Because I have a few ideas and, and a few things that jump out off the top of my head. And the first one is we have an opportunity to establish some real home dominance. I mean, for the first six weeks. Four of those games are at home. We have three of them in a row. New Orleans, Arizona, and San Fran at home all early on. I mean, that could be a really good opportunity for us to start out strong. Um, yeah. And listen, there's so many different conversations related to this, and we'll touch on all of them, but just your first initial thoughts to whoever wants to jump on. We got I lucky. think we – Why do you say I... that? Um, we get the Browns, who knows who their quarterback if Watson gets suspended. You get Hopkins without, or you know, Cardinals without Hopkins. I mean, yeah. I mean, even San Francisco, you don't even know their quarterback situation is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like. I, I think the schedule works out good for us. Um, I, I think it's very favorable. Um, you know, it, you know, I, I thought about this today. Got in a chat with somebody about Cleveland. I thought, you know, let's be honest. You know. 
every almost every season somebody rides in a white horse to Cleveland to save the Browns. They just do. I mean, how many of you? I've been I'm 54. I've been watching football for years. Some of y'all, how many times have you watched somebody come in to save Cleveland? That they have a good year. Oh, we're going to the playoffs the next year. Uh, well, they go to the playoffs maybe, or then that's oh, we're going to the Super Bowl next year. It's our year, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, Cleveland. You know, let's be honest. You know, put up or shut up. Okay, <laughs> just put up or shut up. Don't tell me how great they're going to be. Tell me how great they are now. Until they do that, shut up and go back in your hole. <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, man. Brother, so. What y'all, hey, what y'all think about that uh, week thirteen buy? That's a that's a late buy. Do y'all I like it, kind of way, you, you like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, if, if we're uh, if we're a legitimate team by week thirteen, we're gonna like having that later buy. Yeah. I mean, that might be a good opportunity for us to get healthy. Um, you know, uh, and, and really just to know what kind of team we're made of too, especially going forward from there on out, outside of Tom Brady and. Jameis to finish up the season, you know, uh, Seattle, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. Not none of those quarterback, conver- uh, none of those quarterbacks yeah. like strike fear into your heart. What? That's uh, Drew Lock, Mitch Trubisky, Jared Goff. Even the Giants, yeah, like, but that Pittsburgh defense does. Yeah, no, yeah, one hundred percent. The defense, the defense is always gonna gonna be ferocious. In that Pittsburgh. defense started like our downfall. Yeah, I know, man. I know. And, dude, I'm you not, know those games, for David Tepper, they mean even more, man. He wants nothing more than to beat Pittsburgh. I don't Cody, like that Thursday night game, though. And, Cody, you know, you know, it's, it's scary because before that bye week, we're playing the Broncos and the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, if, you're, if, if we're going to be kind of terrified about one of these teams on this list, I'm yeah. looking at Baltimore because they're, they're going back to that 2-3 t- tight end set. Um, Lamar Jackson is going to run everywhere. He's going to, he's not going to be throwing as much. Um, and I'm concerned. (laughs) Well, well, uh, we're not very good currently at the run defense. I mean, currently that's what I'm, you know, we, we might have an opportunity through week one through nine to gel, which is, you know, I'm excited for Amari Barno. I'm excited for, um, I keep forgetting that kid's name from Penn state. Uh, Brandon Smith, Brandon, Brandon Smith, who, Interestingly enough, I was ta- I was having a con- again I was having a conversation with John, and he was like, "Listen, you know, um, we're this just if we just take a look at the Legion of Boom, he can Brandon Smith can be our safety, you know. I, I you know he was throwing it out there. It's a very interesting thought, and you know, a pure athleticism playing safety, as a safety. like a like a Cam Chancellor type, right? Exactly. Okay. And, uh, you remember when when he coming in, he made. The Legion of Boom. He that was the last missing piece to that Thanos gauntlet, and they went on that run. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, we have potential. But all I'm saying is, um, I'm, I'm, you know, after the bye week and to the two games prior to the bye week, it gets pretty tough, uh, especially for that defense. So, um, minus well, yeah, it, it it does. I mean, you know, I, I feel like the past few weeks, you know, a lot of people have been really down on their prediction for what the Panthers are going to do this year. Um, and again, so much is dependent. You know, I understand looking at our team last year, it's easy to just kind of assume that a lot of these are losses. But man, dude, I'm telling you, a lot of these games are very questionable to me. And uh, also, it, it depends a lot on our 
our defense's ability to step up in a big way. You know, uh, so for example, you mentioned the Baltimore Ravens too. Do their receiving core, does it stack up with the Panthers? DBs? No. no. Like, yeah, but, like that's another thing. Like, like uh, if you look at our defense, like, this but I think they're going to try to bludgeon us with their run game. Right. So, what, yeah. what, Cody, what, what, if you look at Lamar Jackson's best years with Baltimore, they ran yep. that two, three tight end set where when they put two, three tight ends in, you had yep. no idea whether they're going to block, receive, yep. or, or help yeah. out in the pass. Uh, um, we, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could throw so many miscues at us. And in terms of if, if things go wrong for us, in terms of development, in terms yep. of getting these guys in, 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 in a scheme, instead of a 3-3-5 three, three, going back to a 4-3, if we can properly do that and consistency, if we don't have that by by week 10, that's what I'm afraid of. Um, let's also let's also throw this in a sense we're talking about Baltimore. Let's understand that Jack, Lamar Jackson is still wanting a new contract that he ain't got yet. This is week 11. Um, you'll never know what kind of what kind of shape his body's going to be in by week 11 and whether he wants to keep running around there and putting his health at risk for a contract that the Ravens may not offer him yet. So do I mean, we know I, if, do we know if Kyler, did he get his situation worked out? No, is, is Kyler no, does not have a contract. No, no. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he don't, if he don't do a holdout or at least hold out maybe through training camp. I mean, dude, if he holds out, man, like I mean, the, Cardinal, I, yes. the Cardinals are the one team that, out of all the teams having like quarterback yeah. issues, yeah. they're like the one team that really has no choice but to pay Kyler. So, like so, they're, they're not, they're not yeah. close enough to mm-hmm. a number one draft pick anytime soon. Kyler is by far better than any of the other. Like, dude, look <laughs> at the guys that are being mentioned right now, like Garoppolo, Manchu, Nick yeah. Foles. It's like Kyler clearly has more talent than them. Um, but yeah, they're kind of beholden to him. Right. I don't know, y'all. I see a lot of a lot of games that I think could potentially yep. be a W on this schedule. And by the way, shout out to all the longtime C three listeners. I have a tried and true formula that around week six of the NFL season, that's when you know if a team is a legit contender or not. Like after that time frame, that's when you know if you have a, a damn good team. Coincidentally enough, in week six, we play the Rams, and week seven, we play Tampa Bay. But then we have a division rival game. Then this, uh, you know, Super Bowl contending Bengals last year. So it's like, I think at that week six or seven type of um, time frame, we're really going to know if the Carolina Panthers are a legitimate contender or not. I don't think we're going to have to wait long. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. I would say the 49ers, too, and the Cardinals. I mean, all the playoff teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this yeah. schedule is what it is, but the people that think that Deshaun Watson won't be under center week one, they're not thinking straight. Deshaun Watson will be under center week one for Cleveland. I've been hearing that. Yeah, I kind of think so, too. I kind of think that if he was going to get something, you probably would have heard it by now. The league's not going to do something next the year. The league's going to fix, going to pay Cleveland back because Cleveland tried to pull a fast one. So, so, you know, last year we, you know, they tried to put all his money backloaded and make and give him a yeah. million dollars a season. They're gonna let him play the full season, wait till his issues are settled, then they're gonna suspend him next year when his yeah. cap is like forty something million dollars. Because Baltimore and Arizona owners are pissed. 
because of that yeah. fully guaranteed contract they gave Deshaun Watson. That's causing yeah, them yeah. issues with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Oh, but hey, have y'all also been hearing? Okay, so you know how last last year we opened the season with the Jets and we had Sam Darnold. So now we're opening up with the Browns, Baker. and people are like, "Oh, Panthers better go get Baker for the epic grudge match to start the season." No. I'm like, bro, miss me with that dumb shit, man. Like, I, I, I want nothing to do with that, man, at all. Nada. Um, Nada. Why would you trade assets for Baker Mayfield when you have you can either run out Sam if Matt Corral shows up and proves himself he could be the starter or just for the life of God just re-sign Cam and let the man play or use those resources to get Sean Payton. We're gonna talk about Sean Payton now. Hey, hey, Cody, can you uh, when you do we'll bring back John Fox. When you do, when you do, play that Sean Payton song. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Pop, go ahead, man. Me looking at the first nine games. The Browns game is very. It's going to be very, very tough. But yeah, it's going to it's, it's going to set the trend though on what we can do. It's going to set the trend on what we can do. If we beat them, yeah. I I look at from one to nine. I feel like we can go. Five and four, right there. It's an open yeah. home game too, so I mean the fans are gonna be. I'm know, not. I'm not crazy. scared of the Bengals. I'm not scared of the Falcons, the Buccaneers, the uh, Rams, and San Fran. That that's that worries I, me a little bit. I, I, and I, the I, Cardinals, I, the Cardinals won't have uh, Hopkins. He's suspended for yeah. the first. Listen, I thought we were gonna win ten games last year, so I can't predict shit. <laughs> and they, and I, I'm, just, lost, I'm not uh, scared Christian of the Browns. <laughs> I'm just not. Uh, maybe I should. Not have been hey, Kevin, Kevin, I was right there with you, buddy. I was right there with I you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I, I, we, we, I both, mean, guys, listen, we both I'm look not, stupid together. I'm not afraid of the Browns. Just being real, I'm afraid of Deshaun Watson. Like, I know what a fan. Hey, but Cody beat Deshaun Cody, before. Uh, uh, yeah, Sam Donald. Listen, I'm not saying that, that like, I'm afraid of them. I'm just saying that if they win, it's going to be because Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback. Now, well, that, 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 that year, when he went to the playoffs, we beat him. Sam Donald yeah. beat him with the Jets, yeah, let, and that Jets team was terrible. Let, so. it, how, how much of an improvement offensive-wise does Deshaun Watson have in oh, Cleveland? Oh, hell of a he, lot. Well, who's their wide receivers? Right now, it's Amari Cooper. Um, they got... Um, Njoku. Njoku, yeah. Got, I got David and Joker. Hey, real quick, man. I, still there? Hey, it's hang on, running, man. Real quick, I got, you gotta worry I, about. Uh, hey, before I go forward, I gotta welcome this man back to the Friday free for all. I haven't heard from him in a long time. My man JD, JD, what's going on, brother? You there? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, bro. JD, what's up, man? Uh, not much, man. I, I've been I've been busy with school and and everything. So, like, other than being able to listen, I haven't been able to uh, actually. Like, this is all good, bro. Hey, man, you know, you know, it's all love. You're always welcome here, man. Tell me what you think about the schedule, bro. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's definitely a tough schedule. Um, yep. I, how many, uh, how many games we have against teams that were either close to the playoffs or in the playoffs on there? Like, it's, uh, it's, yeah, there's a few, man. One, two, it's, three, it's like you said, four, um, five, six, seven. That week yeah, six, eight. by week yeah. six, we're going to know what yeah. type of team this is. 
coincidentally enough, I think that uh, by week five, week six, I say between weeks five and seven, if by some coincidence Sam is the starter for the season, by weeks five or seven, Corral could be taken over. But I, I, I genuinely yeah. think Corral might beat him out at, at county count. I don't you don't think, think so. it starts? Yeah, I mean that's that that's not that's not crazy. I mean the the thing about it is so much about Sam Darnold, and it sounds so redundant, but it is what it is. It, Sam Darnold's success is, you know, is this offensive line going to be able to give him a pocket to be able to throw from? And number two, when given those pockets, is he going to be able to step up? Because I'm telling you, JD, if if it's clear that it's Sam Darnold who is the issue of the offense and not the offensive line, um, t- I don't think they're going to wait that long to replace Sam Darnold with Matt Corral or, you know, whatever guy with the Panthers might still be interested in bringing into the team. And the scary thing is, though, like, you go back and watch, like, from his time with the Jets to last season, Sam throws most of his interceptions from a clean pocket. So if we have an offensive line that gives him a clean pocket, that man going to be out of there by week three. It's definitely true, man. Um, so listen, uh, another conversation that I wanted to uh go into, and, and in a minute, I'll start to play some uh clips of Panthers mini camp, rookie mini camp, and Kevin Kwan, who was there today, Matt Corral. Got to finally look at these guys, and I'll play a few clips in a minute. But there's a few more things regarding the schedule that I want to continue to talk about. And, again, we talked about this a little bit before the show, so let's do it now that everybody's listening. Um, Again, man, we've been having this conversation about Ikema Kwanu and where he plays on the offensive line. Let me start by saying I think he's going to be the left tackle for the Panthers. I think that's what they're going to do. Matt Rule said today that's where they want to play him. That's where he lined up today. But Kevin Kwanu in his press conference did double down and say that it is, you know, uh, he wants to let the coaches know that he's available to do for them whatever they want. So Drew made a good point before the show, right before we're about to go live. With Kim being a rookie left tackle, if you put him out there, those first five games, man, that's a welcome to the NFL type material, man. You have Miles Garrett, okay, then you have a rookie and Kayvon Thibodeau week two, so that's you know, rock, paper, scissors, whatever. Then you have Cam Jordan. Um, Chandler Jones isn't on the uh Cardinals no more, right? No, he's with the Raiders, right? Okay, so JJ Watt, I think, is still there, so that's yeah. not the most terrifying. He's an older JJ. Then you have Nick Bosa, uh, week five. So does anyone, and Drew, I'll let you go on this first because you brought it up. But then to anyone after Drew, like, does anyone have any concerns about him going through that lineup early on? And I'll, I'll start with Drew. I just honestly think yeah, you talking about putting this man being baptized by fire. When you have Brady Christensen, who's already been through it, they need to let that man do what he does best, and that is maul people. Put him in at left guard for the first year. Let him get his feet wet. Let him get settled. Let him get a groove going. And then if year two, if you want to move him outside the left tackle, then by all means, go do it. 
They did Jordan Gross the same way. Jordan Gross was a left tackle coming out of college in Utah. They started him out at right tackle, though. They eased him in at right tackle to get him used to the game. Then his second year, they moved him over to left tackle, and he was a stalwart for us until he retired. Yep, yep. Don't let let that man go out there and get his confidence destroyed playing one-on-one against Miles Garrett week one. And see, the only thing about it is, though, is like just to play devil's advocate to that, Drew, like, you know, last year Rashawn Slater stepped in as a rookie and he went toe-to-toe with Miles and Garrett, you know? So, it, you know, I, it's, it's hard to say. Rashawn Slater was go. also a lot more refined as a pass blocker, too. True. I do think that is true. Well, this, this, my th- this, my, this is my concept. Yep. This is my thing. Uh, yep. This comes down to coaching, man. If, you know, we, we know who we got to play against. You know what I mean? So I I, I feel like we playing him $27 million. When he going to start? He got to get out there and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And the only way to figure that out is to go against the best. He, he comes from colleges playing against the best. Well, I mean, he's so, starting. He's just know. starting at left guard. I mean, just think about this. You got him and Christensen on the left side. Christensen to tackle him at left guard. Bozeman at center. Corbett at right guard and Moten at tackle. Christian McCaffrey's gonna have a field day running between that guard and that guard and center. Him and Bozeman will move people out of the way. Brady Christian's whole thing is to put his body in between okay. to be in. But I would say that they're gonna be running in that game. They're not gonna be passing him. Probably not have to worry about pass blocking too much in that game. They're gonna be running. That's that, yeah, I think, I, I think that would be more argument for that would be my argument for starting uh, Icky at left guard. But you put yeah. Christensen. Uh, Christensen played well at left tackle. You put Icky in at left guard, let him get his feet wet, let him get used to the NFL, like the way that the contact, the speed and everything. He, it, it, I might be wrong, but he, Icky's more of an athlete than Christian also, you know, Brady Christensen. So mm. you put him at left guard and you have plays where he's pulling. Like, yeah. like you said, Fucking yeah. C-Mac going to be sitting back there like, oh, I'm not getting touched for the next five, six yards. Let's go ahead and take this to the house. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, how badass is Christian with yards after contact anyway nowadays? Like, though, early on in the season, and I know Kib knows this. I see him shaking his head. Like, man, early, dude, you see the difference that Christian McCaffrey creates when he's out there on the field. And, you know, on, on Twitter, people have been going at me because I'm like, you know, uh, pushing this uh, cam at left guard thing. I want to make sure I make this clear, and I know I have, but I'll do it again. It's not because I doubt Akim Aquanu's ability to play left tackle. I, I I do think that he could be a very good left tackle. Mine is from a philosophy from a philosophy standpoint. If we're gonna run a zone, you know, a, a, a zone run offense, having big badass guard play is so important, man. It's so important. So, and knowing so the kind of physical beast that he is, I just think that it would be beneficial to put him there for so, that so type Cody, of scenario. Yeah, I, go I got a question. Since we're doing yeah. scenarios, right? Yeah. If, we, if we're so worried, why don't we just put Deontay Brown on left guard? And, that, and that's what a he, lot of he, people he, are this is This is second year. He needs to get out there, yeah. too. So, so to, to you, can, you, can, you can swap out. The left tackle position, if he's getting, if Equano is getting overwhelmed by whoever is, you know, uh, rushing him on the on that left side. One of, out. But One instead of, the, of putting Equano out there on an island by himself, you're putting him next to Brady Bozeman, 
who's got that experience who can say, hey, Icky, do this. That's, watch the, this. That, that's the same thing with Deontay Brown. I mean, you got a first-round pick. He got to play, bro. Yeah. So why don't you put Deontay Brown right beside him? So, what were we going to say, man? No, uh, my bad. Um, what, what, I, what, what I was going to say was, you know, it's situational. You know, if football is football is a beautiful sport where many things can be right at the same time, right? Um, it's a situational game. It's a team sport, and guys have to put in the work to do what they have to do in the pro, in the pro, uh, in the NFL versus college. Now we we know we know uh, prospects come in with all the hype, and sometimes they don't just always translate because they're not in, put in positions to win at times. Now to right. Cody's point. Yeah, I would like to say, listen, we remember a guy who was supposed to be one of the best offensive linemen coming out ever, right, in, in the last five to, to five to ten years in Panay Sewell, and he struggled, yeah. right? Unfortunately, when you throw guys out in the gauntlet and letting them just go out there, um, obviously there was a multitude of reasons why he struggled, but the, the main point is you can avoid those things, right? You can mm-hmm. avoid those schemes once you put them into the schemes that they're meant to play in. Yeah, putting him in left guard doesn't necessarily mean you're just throwing him to the wolves and killing his development. Left guards and left tackles are married to each other, point blank. They they always have and they always will be. So putting him in that left side, it's not like we're saying, listen, put him at right guard, we'll see what happens. Put him at center, we'll see what happens. You're really saying, listen, you can let Brady Christensen, who graded out as a seventy plus pass rusher, um, excuse me, as a pass protector. Let let him be there. Let's see who you have at least at least in the preseason and the couple of first couple of games because you're you have I know my, you have Miles Garrett, Kayvon Thibodeau, Cam Jordan, and then you have a bunch of good defensive pieces with the Cardinals and San Francisco Nick Bosa. So let him go out there and instead of being killed like to Drew's point, instead of being killed all like right away, you get to see what you have. And you also get to thrive in the running game, which is a plus plus for me, which I said it on Twitter because I saw a bunch of guys going at Cody for absolutely no reason. It's not like he said that, listen, sit him down or play him at center, which he can do. Akeem can play center and right guard, but, you know. Yeah, I think Akeem could be an all-pro player no matter where you put his ass. Like, the dude is just just nasty. Like, no one is taking away – from a Kim and Corner. And like I said, if I'm a betting man, based on our coaches and hearing that rule, I'm betting that he does start at left tackle. The thing that like kind of bothers me though is that okay, and I said this before the show, I'll say it again. <laughs> ideally, I would love Deontay Brown to slip into that left guard spot just because his tape at Alabama, dude, I'm telling you, Deontay Brown is a mauler. Mauler. JD calls this man Blastoise. That's what he is. This dude is a destroyer. I choose you. Yes. And if you put a Kim at left tackle and put Deontay Brown at left guard, listen, man, you're not going to get a lot of complaints from me, bro. Like, just being real. Like, that is a dominant left side of the offensive line. The problem, that, yes, the problem that I have, and, hey, it might be a problem that I just have to get over and Brady Christensen might just have to get over. But I feel like Christensen is athletic enough and talented enough to be a starter at, you know, in in the Panthers' offensive line, and I feel like he's just going to end up being the odd man out, and he's just going to end up being a backup left tackle or right tackle to Taylor Moses. 
And I mean, Cody, to your point, not I mean, it it doesn't always have to be like that. If you look at the Rams game, and if you look at Aaron Darnold sitting in there at the right side, just waiting, right? Deontay Brown can thrive at the right guard position. We could even throw Brady Christensen at the right guard position. We could see because he's he's listed as a right tackle right now. So you know, again, you can move around pieces. I just hope that the Panthers don't move around the offensive line like we did last year. It's just there's there are certain people that can be pl- uh, plug and played. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I said this last week on PMP show, and I said mm-hmm. last week on uh in the chat on the uh, Friday free for all. These are good problems to have. Like we're we're yes. arguing about yeah. who's the best man for after so going so long where our line was absolute crap. Like yeah. we're arguing about who should be the left tackle. The problem with uh Icky and Christensen, and then you have you throw Deontay in there. Uh Icky would probably outplay all of them at whatever spot you put them at. If it was a competition, like, okay, let's see who's the best left guard. Icky would probably be the best left guard. Who's the best yeah. left tackle? Icky's probably the best left tackle. But sure. the guys that, that are behind him, they're no slouches either. So these right. are good problems to have. Exactly. Very good problems yeah, to have. As long as we can keep Pat Elfline and Michael Jordan under the starting lineup, I'm good. <laughs> yes, and Cam Irving. I, I, the only pushback I have on that is I just need these coaches to develop. I don't want us just to focus on one player. Because, like you said, we have good players. They all need to develop and get some time in there so yeah. we can really see what they got. I, I can't, I, I, it pissed me off to see Deontay Brown on the play two minutes in a game and, and was was out. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, you, you yeah. got it. And then when he was over there, he was clearing the house. Yep. And hey, if I'm, if I, if I'm being real with you, like, if we're really talking, based on who got more playing time last season, I'm more apt to believe that they might roll with Kim corner at left tackle and Christensen at left guard. Because Could if be, you remember, yeah. too, that, you know, it, it goes back to like an ego kind of thing. If you remember, the Panthers had Christensen rated as a day two or a round two guard and a round three tackle. So if they get to put him at guard and he ends up being successful there, then they get to be like, I told you so. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. so the, the wildest thing about it is, is if that does work out, rule rule will come off as if he was playing 4D chess while everybody else was playing chess. Oh yeah. Oh dude, he's gonna be so smug and, <laughs> and just like assuming that he's the shit. But yeah, I mean, you see right here, this is a uh, camp. They got him to lined up at left tackle again, rookie meeting camp. Uh, this is Matt Corral under center. Um, and I, I can try and find some clips, but man, they were asking my man Matt Corral some tough questions at his opening pressure too, and uh, I think he handled himself well. Um, a, a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, just from got, hearing from people that were there, everyone marvels at how fast the ball comes out of his hand, man. Lightning, um, yeah, lightning fast, man. I got, I think I got a where, question for you, Cody. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And this is something nobody's talking about. So this is a yep. will be be the first on C three. All right, uh, talk to me. You know, we 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 have finally said that the the O line is solidified, right? Everybody's yep. been talking about the linebackers. Some people have been talking about safeties, but me personally, I'm not I'm not clearly 100 satisfied with our wide receivers. Who's gonna step up and be that number mm. two? Terrence, That's Marshall, Junior. Uh, another are you sure? Another pick that that we didn't need to get. 
was was Terrence Marshall. So if he develops into a, a star, that's another thing for Rule to hang his hat on. Like, yeah, we, see, you guys weren't seeing the vision I had. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. Terrence steps up. Because uh, Higgins had a good year last year. He didn't have a good year at all. I mean, he had Sam Jones. And, and, and Robert can come in and flop again. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need. I need. I need him challenging. I need. This, this, oh man, come this on. is another reason I need, why I think this is another reason why I think Matt's going to take the starting job because I watched his interview and um, he was, I forget who asked the question, but he was saying that as a quarterback, you want to be even kill. And I've heard Sam don't when it, when I heard that, I was like, bro, I heard Sam say the same shit. Please tell me you ain't been, you've been, you haven't been talking to Sam. And he's like, yeah, you want to be even kill. He's like, but if you see how I play, he's like, my emotions are there. I, I wear them on my sleeve. He's like, uh, if we make a yeah. play. Uh, if something good happens, you're going to see me. You're going to see me celebrate. That's the type of shit I want out of a quarterback. Like he, he's not going to sit there and be like, "Hey, good, good, good job, guys." Good. No, like I want to see that fight, and I, 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 I hope he's able to learn the playbook. If, if it's close in any way, shape, or form, if Matt yeah. is pushing Sam, same way that New England did with uh, Cam and uh, Jones. Yeah. If it's in any way, shape, or form close, you pull the trigger and you go with Matt. Like hey, JD. He, did, he did fight in college. <laughs> like hey, 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 JD, that that terminology that even kill they've been teaching that since like middle school, bro. That's the terminology they all use. This guy's been going to camp, and they all all the coaches say that same thing. And bro. that's some yeah. and that's also that's that that's some Matt Rule shit, y'all. I swear, <laughs> I've heard him say that verbatim and there's something to like you know you're wanting to say the right thing for your coaches but like jd said he also said i'm an emotional dude you know if we do something well you know i wear i wear my emotions on my sleeve so yeah i I love that that's the thing that's wild to me because they said sam was a uh i was in a high school sam was a a linebacker that come they had to play because their starting quarterback got hurt and that's how he if he was ever a linebacker like in my high school days, you have to be angry to play that position. So where in the hell did it go? Like, did yeah. he just like lose his anger when he went to the other side of the ball? Yeah, man. Sam, Sam even played basketball in high school. He was a beast in, in basketball. I don't yeah, know and I apparently think. he was a linebacker when he played before he played quarterback. So it's like you you think that toughness wouldn't be a problem for the dude. Um, yeah, he plays terrified behind that pocket, man. I wanted to share this. Well, there is a because, difference between getting hit and doing the hitting. So. Oh, right. I mean, yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But well, uh, hey, well, I, I wanted I wanted to share this um, real quick uh, about Matt Corral. Uh, I found this on Twitter, and it's from Carolina Blitz, and I just thought this was real cool, man. And it was a real quick glimpse into, uh, you know, it's a look at our quarterback, man, our franchise quarterback. This is my guy, man. Uh, so he look says, at, look at Cody. <laughs> bro, this is this is my dude, man. I love this kid, bro. I love everything it stands for. He's got uh, a chip on your shoulder. He's a fighter. He's not afraid to square up with you. I love this dude. But on top of that, he's a good person, man. He's someone that mm-hmm. cares and not just in a fake kind of way type of care. So I'll just read the tweet here. This is from Carolina Blitz. Uh, As I was exploring my socials, I found a post where a young man who is reportedly safe was contemplating suicide. Under it, Matt Corral offered his number to the young man for support 
no hooplas, just being there for one another. And these are the, the photos of Matt Corral in his mentions basically saying, hey, man, I DM'd you my number. It ain't got to be like this, man. There's something to live for tomorrow. Dude, that is leadership, man. That is real leadership. I, I love this kid, bro. But what else you want me to say? I love this kid. I'm pulling for this man. If you're not pulling for this kid, are you even a Panthers fan, dude? Like, right. bro, straight dope, up, bro. straight up, man. Like this dude has the has all the off field stuff that you want from someone that's going to be representing your team for a decade or more. But he has it on the football field and, too, you know, man. You know, Cody, I'm loving it. It's, it's, yeah, go ahead, Cube. Go ahead, Cube, and then pop. Go ahead, Cube. As, as, as somebody who's been through that situation, and I can tell you, these the people who reach out, there's not a lot of people who do, do that, right? There's yeah. there's a lot of people who show up to you, show up to your funeral. There's a lot of people that show up to after you're gone and say, yeah, I, mm-hmm. you know, we, we were close. But there's there's very few people out there. And this is Mental Health Month. There's very few people, people yep. out there who's going to reach out to you while you're still here and you know and and, and it, it's 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 a weird thing but it is what it is and this yeah. when i saw this cody and what you tweeted out i'm like i i 100 agree like this man yeah. there when you talk about leaders on the team we finally got one yeah cody yeah, i man. think you, I, i'm gonna make this quick i think you need to tag g baby with this one uh, that, i'm saying i'm saying and this is what i was saying when g was on here man it's like bro that this dude's a real one man like if you were friends with this dude this dude's going to bat for you man and you know what it makes you want to go and fight your ass off for this dude too like imagine if you're a teammate man like there's a reason why all of his teammates say that he's the type of dude that like man once you're on team corral everybody wants to play for him everybody wants to be a better player because of this guy man and, and, and people like that are hard to find. Like, not I, I spent nine years in the military, and I can count on one hand how many leaders I had. That that's who they were. Like, yeah. legit. If you you going through some shit, or like you're about to go do some dumbs, like you're fighting. Like you're you're in a, yeah. a battle or something. They say, yeah. hey, we're outnumbered ten to one. We might not make it through, but who gonna ride with me? It's only yes. in my nine years in the military, I only knew a handful of people that made me feel like, yo, we might die, but hey, we go, we, we gonna take a couple of motherfuckers with us. Yeah, so, and if we go out, we're gonna go out together, man, arm and arm. Appreciate like, your services, bro. Yeah, man, like yeah, definitely too, man. But you're you're one hundred percent, man. Like that that goes a long way. To to get a football player like that that it elevates the talent around him. And man, again, it, as a Panther fan, it gives you permission to dream, dude. Like, think about him throwing the DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, and you know, hopefully, ter- you know, Pop, you were talking about receivers who are going to step up this year. Like, yes, hold on, it's hard to do that, that, when that, you that, don't that, have another, offensive line. Another thing that that has me excited and hopeful for his development is you have. You have, like, you talk about Corral having that dog in him and Icky having that dog in him. I think a few, uh, not not everyone is contemplating who we have on the other side of the ball. Like, the, the guys covering the receivers, the guys who got to go up against DJ, Robbie, and Terrace in practice. You have, you have uh, C, is it CJ? 
you have Horn yeah, coming Hollywood. back off injury. And it, it made me think back to a clip I saw of uh, Cam and I think it's Captain Munderland. Like, they're going at each other. And I'm like, yeah. boy, these dudes about to square up. I think you yeah. can see a similar situation with Corral and Horn. Corral and Dante, like, he throw a pass. They pick it off and they just jawing at him. Oh, no, that was Josh jawing. Norman. Oh, you yeah, mean like, like some Cam Newton's 2015 against Josh yeah, Norman yeah. type of shit? Yeah, and it's just like yeah. the team as a whole. Like the quarterback is making the cornerbacks better. The cornerbacks are making the quarterback better. The cornerbacks are making the receivers better. The receivers, like just you have at every key position, you have dudes with that fight in them. Like I, I, I truly believe like Corral's one of those people where he he said it in the interview. If he messes up, like he, he'll get on himself. Like he tries to keep that in check. He'll get on himself. So he messes up. He's going to be in the film room. All right, what do I need to do in yeah. order to not get picked off in the game? Yep. And today during his press conference, he said that right after he was done, he was going to jump right back into the playbook, man. This dude is doing everything in his power to That's be a starter, fashion. man. I'm telling hey. you, Pop, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped for Matt Corral. We got, we got, hey. we got the Japanese assassin trying to tell you. Hey, bro. Hey, shout out Grim <laughs> Reaper, man. Uh, Grim Reaper with the $10 love bomb. He says, Corral just grabbed our hearts. As a veteran, I see this guy will be in the trenches with all of us through thick and thin. Hell yeah, man. Like, bro, do you see how Bills fans are, like, crazy about Josh Allen? Like, don't go to bat. Don't run through a wall for that dude. Bro, Corral has that kind of potential for us, man. We need to play him like, uh, like Russell Wilson first year in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like, and everything. Like, uh... I forget. I think it was uh, the the playoff game. They were like playing. They were showing how Josh Allen uh, talks to his receivers and shit. And I can't yeah. remember uh, Diggs. Like he walked. Like he, he said something to Diggs, and Diggs was like, "Man, I'm gonna fuck you." And he's bro. Like I that that's that's the type of like again. They talking shit to each other, but that's everybody can attest to it. The friends you have that are really close to you, your first greeting, like the way you speak to each other, it, other people might think, "Yo, they they about to square up." In reality, it's just Nah, this is how we talk to each other. Like I, I think we have that in Corral. We we have a leader. We have yeah. a guy with potential. And I, for one, truly do hope he beats Sam out to the starting position. And hmm. we, we might be able to catch lightning in a bottle. Hey, look, I want him to beat him out, but I, I don't want him to start, though. Just, just soak up as much as you can, man, because you'll get better. going to be bright. Hey, it's some some people bright. do. Some people get better by like actually experiences. Like some cats can be broken by it. Some cats actually get better going through it. Yeah, yeah and, and like also looking at last year, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I mean, not so much Trey Lance, but Matt Jones. Bro, you know, they, they had Sam to play. Mills. You know, the te- the yeah. Texas quarterback Sam Mills actually played. Yeah, uh, yeah, David, yeah, Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Uh, Davis yeah, Mills. Yeah. That's Sam Mills. That's our guy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if um, Corral wins it outright, we can move Sam to linebacker. There you go. Hey, he nice. He's still our linebacker. Hey, and then, and then, hey. He, I like he, that. He can, hit, he can hit somebody and say, strap up. Exactly. I like that. He can say, I you like just saw a ghost, motherfucker. <laughs> strap up. Like he said in his little post when he was with those guys on the bus. Strap up, man. I, he I, hit I him. Love it, man. I like he don't have to shit. change his number either. Nah, you stay right there. Bro, how about That's we got funny. a Saints fan in the chat room who thinks his sorry-ass receiving core is going to do anything against our defensive backs this year? Bro, 
Yeah, y'all, y'all receivers can't that, mess with that, our second string cornerback. That, bro, that's that, what I'm saying, bro. Like, dude. That's all the Saints got is hope. They ain't got nothing else. They ain't got no quarterback. They ain't going to have no running back for a good while. And they ain't got no head coach. But they just picked up all, Davis. That's all they got. What is the deal with Kamara? Is Kamara suspended? Like, what's the deal with him? He's, a, he's appealing right now, but they there is a potential six-game suspension oh. of Kamara. And we play him in the first six games, right? Yes. Yeah, but we also play him, what, last game of the season? Last right game now? of the season, yeah. yeah. I, no. I want to see Taylor start. That's who I want to see. Taylor? Keith you know Taylor? what? Yes. Uh, Keith okay. Taylor, I, I'm gonna, yes. I, yeah. Yeah, the I'm brother's a menace. I want to ice up some of these Panther fans who get drunk on a daily basis and call out Matt Corral because he said something Wait, oh, okay. about Thank you, man. Now, you know what? Well, I don't care about all that. I mean, but you know, it, it, it's 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 the sense of it. You know, um, if you got a problem with him admitting he has an issue, you need to go to psychological therapy because you're a <laughs> fool. I, I don't care who you are or what kind or or anything about you. I really, honestly, don't give a rat's butt. But a lot of these folks get their football knowledge off Madden. Now, I play a lot of Madden, but I'm smart enough to understand that just because it works on Madden don't mean it worked in real life. Just yeah, I better salute the drill, life, Sergeant. Don't mean it's going to do on Madden. Tell salute. Yeah, people, grow a brain, or at least do one you thought. Tell a pass. Boot hills. Cody, you know who I want to ice up? Who? The dude that bet me $20 that Billy Zappi wouldn't get dra- uh, drafted. Oh yeah, Ooh. man! Doesn't one? Do, oh, uh, oh, yeah, he ain't yeah. been, he ain't been around. Twenty, bro. Hey, hey, I got you. I'll hit him up. Yeah, I got you. bro, you need to holler at yeah. Tom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said Bailey Zappi not gonna get. Uh, yeah, he drafted? bet Connor that Bailey Zappi wouldn't wouldn't be drafted. Yeesh, then now that was a that was a good bet on your part, Kevin. I didn't even uh, know anything about Zappi. I just like a good bet. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we want we want twenty dollars all in quarters. Want my all in quarters? <laughs> I want it Bitcoin. In Bit- <laughs> there you go. That's Investing your future. Man, I mean, like you know, so Pop, you were saying you don't want Matt Corral to start. Are you nah. okay with Sam, or do you think that the Panthers still going to get someone? <laughs> Uh, I don't think they're gonna get anybody. To be honest with you, I think they're just they're doing what they all been doing, uh, throwing some smoke screens. Uh, they, they're keeping people on their toes, uh, and, and they're gonna be be on everything. But they, just, I think they just like to test the market, see what's going on out there. I don't really think they're gonna like just run out there and grab no Baker or grab Cam. I just don't see it. I think they're gonna run it up with who we got. I think so too. And, uh, and, and and if we need a veteran. If Corral's just not there, they'll get one next year. But I don't think they're going to do anything this year. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they, they don't put it to bed. Go ahead, Kenneth. If, if, if anybody could do me a favor, I'm on Twitter. I come on here all the time. Somebody explain to me the love affair with the offensive guard, Michael Jordan. Somebody tell me why people promote him as a starter. He, to be honest, from what I've seen, and I looked him up online. The best that me, little old brain, P brain can do. I have yet to see where he's a qualified backup. I mean, honestly, he shouldn't. He shouldn't even be a third stringer at this point. 
Hey, the thumbnail, Cody, the thumbnail for today's show should be uh, a panther pickle yelling. Yeah, I love it. I I really don't. I I, I would love for somebody to show me film where he's good. So I I can understand that I missed something. You didn't miss me, you, you ain't miss hey, nothing. I mean, you, do they love him because his name Mike Jordan and it'd be cool? <laughs> if that not, what's it change a bunch of other people's names? <laughs> That's the P on fire tonight, y'all. I mean, but listen, though, like, like you, you're, you're right. And look, we, we're going to say what it is. It's the four-man rush, guys. There they you go. Lo- and look, shout there out four-man rush, man. Shout out four-man rush. Like, they like Michael Jordan as like a legitimate starter. I don't want to see him anywhere near the starting offensive line. Like, <laughs> no. if I'm just being real, I don't want him at left guard, right guard. I think that needs to either be Christian Center or Deontay Brown needs to step up. Or Kate Mays. I will, I will say, I will say, I did see like um, last year uh, when he when Michael Jordan was in, I did see some snaps in like it's a uh, in the run game, not so much in the pass game, but he did yeah. do well in the run game. I think that's where uh, the four man rush they're highly high on him because he pretty much came off the streets, um, got no, in the I, game, I, and, and yeah, I I, yeah. I saw his I, I did see one run block he did really well. That's when him and uh, him and him and Miller met behind the linebackers and tackled each other. I remember how, that. How, how, how old is he? I mean, for that. That's 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 really good. I mean that that's the type of offensive lineman we need if we want crippled quarterbacks. Ask I'm him. telling you, I, I did see, I did see so much. Someone put like a cut up online of Michael Jordan, <laughs> like just getting destroyed on the interior this year, bro. It, it it's not a good look. It's, not pretty. it's really not. No, it's not pretty at all. I mean, let's be honest. When the Bengals cut him, they went on to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's to be a clue to yeah. tell you that he ain't no good. Oh, I forgot that's where he came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. The Bengals cut him and then went to a Super Bowl. That's Michael the Jordan had a terrible daily need to be cut. <laughs> the Bengals had a terrible offensive line too. That's that, that's saying something. Their <laughs> offensive line was that bad, and he got cut. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what you're you saying is, we if we cut Michael Jordan and then we bring Nick Foles in, we're guaranteed. Hold up, Nick Foles. <laughs> this 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 cannot turn into the key pound of TV well, well, podcast. Uh, now, now let, let's ask something though: Is Nick Foles a better option than any of the other quarterbacks no. that we chatted about for bringing him in? But like no. the reason why this conversation is hard to have because at the end of the day, it's hard to trump a Super Bowl performance like Nick Foles had. But that's one game, Cody. The thing, no, I yeah. understand completely. Look, I am not here. Advocating for Nick Foles to be on this team, bro. He can be our backup. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, like from from the perspective of hell, at least the dude was on a playoff football team that made it to the Super Bowl and won. You know, uh, even Garoppolo can't quite say that. Baker Mayfield, damn sure, can't say that. Cody, they're saying play uh, after you're done. Play um, Corral's Matt Presser. Yeah, so I'm trying to find a clip of him. It should be like, on the Panthers, of, right? Panthers. Yeah, okay. Panthers. I'm about to go just play it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, like my my thing, uh, and it's not that long too, so that's actually a perfect play. But um, shit, what were we talking about just before that? Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles. So like, with Nick Foles, I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, I if if that's what the Panthers want, like, listen. If they're dead set on a starting NFL quarterback, 
that has taken meaningful snaps and has won before, it's not Sam Darnold. So, like, at at some point, I feel like as much as we're probably going to end up hating it, they probably are going to add to the quarterback room, Uh, even though I don't want to. I wouldn't mind him being the backup, though. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I wouldn't wouldn't care. It's just for a – just – just for somebody as a veteran guy that's had of experience to stand back there per se behind Matt Corral or even Sam and say, you know, here's what you need to look for when you're scouting a defense. Um, I would like, I would care to have Nick Foles. Now, if he has to get on the field and play, we're in trouble. But just as a backup. Fitzpatrick and Cam. Fitzpatrick, what's he almost? Yeah, so, uh, he, he almost older than Brady, ain't he? Yeah, he about to collect Social Security. Ain't but, he? but, 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 <laughs> but, Kenneth, when we talk about playing as a backup, I don't see Nick Foles coming here and, and playing as a backup. He may not. You, you might be right. That may that may be one of the key like, reasons why. Like in terms of in terms of the people that need quarterbacks, I'm not saying this is this could happen. I mean, yeah. this will happen, but this could happen. The Texans are looking for a quarterback if the, if Davis Mills doesn't pan out, that he can go there. Seattle might be looking for a quarterback. Not saying that the, he will go there, but there's opportunities elsewhere where they don't have a rookie where he can shine. Right. right, so that's that's one of the main reasons I'm like it's not realistic to say. And I said this on Key Pound on TV because Big Cat went live saying some atrocious shit. Uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know I, I disagreed him on that. But I, I understand where people come from on Twitter where they say we we probably do need a veteran in the beginning because you're so sick and tired of seeing Sam Darnold. I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, me. What are we? What are we playing? That's why you know it's so interesting to look at the schedule, right? So what are we playing for this year? Mostly just to prove it, right? This is a prove it year for Matt Rule, right? Yeah. yeah. So if it's a prove it year for Matt Rule, it's most likely that he does get a veteran in. But at the same time, I'm I'm not even I don't even care about this schedule right now. I just want our rookies to develop. So if, Thank if, you. if I'm with you on that. Right, so you know, you get a veteran in; it's probably not going to happen. Well, you know, and that's thing, why I like. It. You, go ahead, Kenneth. Uh, well, one thing, uh, one thing, you know, uh, a lot of people, even in the chat, promote that. Well, R- Matt Rule is in charge. Matt Rule wants this, like the offensive line. Matt Rule, Matt Rule wants Brady Christensen at guard. Well, let's remember, Matt Rule wanted a veteran quarterback, mm-hmm. not a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, and Matt Rule was over. And to our credit, so, we did everything in our possible, or everything in our power to get Sam quarterback. We did it yeah. with Stafford. We yep. did it with Deshaun, and then we end up settling on uh, on oh uh, old, so, old Sammy Dimes. But yeah, uh, one more thing, yes. old Sam Nichols. How, how do you guys feel about him choosing the number nine? I love that. No, I love. No, that. I'm not mad at all, man. Like. Because uh, it's no. nine lives. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Now, on Twitter. There's nine golden crowds in Charlotte. Uh, four, man, oh, right. <laughs> four man rush is claiming that Matt Corral choose number nine because he likes Matthew Stafford. And he likes. He, he says it in the conference. And that's not a bad player to look up to. So. His press conference is only three minutes. Like, only like. Yeah, three or so minutes. Let's just uh, watch yeah, let's, it real let's quick. Let's go into it. And then, right. um, and by the well, way, if y'all, want me to pa- if y'all want me to pause it to say something, to comment on something, we can do that too. Hey, like, no. pause, but the brother has some swagger. Look at him. Oh, yeah, bro. Dude, Matt, Matt, so it's going to be dope. 
Yeah, bro, Matt Corral. Matt Corral is the dude, man. He has a vibe about bro, it. Bro, you see that so sleeve. He's rocking that sleeve. Yeah. The jersey looks nice. Hey, I'm going to ask a real question. And this is a legit question. Do y'all ever remember another tattooed up white boy at quarterback like that? Nope. Cause I don't. <laughs> hey, I really if, don't. if if hey uh uh Cody, if if Tony was here, he'd call him a sexy guy. Everybody about to get the Matt Corral haircut now. Listen, hey. Jerry Richardson was the owner. He'd be pissed. Hey, tell me if you can hear it. That's all I can do. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. First off, I'm I'm blessed to be a Panther. I'm you know I'm happy to be here and you know playing football again. And you know, getting another opportunity at that. But as for there's a lot of new things today that uh, you know coaches want it. We're gonna do it. And we're gonna execute it to the best of our ability. And you know that's that's what was, that's what he wanted. So we did it. And uh, you know, I kind of like the jump rope. <laughs> it was a fun competition. How would you describe the process of you know, getting? Is it full Mexican? That's the I think he's mixed. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, so too. Well, luckily I had I, I was on I thought he was Japanese, Ryan, and uh, you know that helped a lot. I <laughs> That's what Tony just said. That never I, made I sense to me. Rooms and I just got out there because um, it was a lot. I mean, they throw a lot at you, um, and they expect you to execute within good reasoning. So, um, you know, like right at, right after this, gonna go into the play, uh, get, dive into the playbook, and you know whatever I, I messed up on the film, you know, go over that and just dive into the playbook. Tuesday. Probably a lot more pre-snap that you have to deal than necessarily you would do at the college level. How prepared are you for that responsibility? Number one? I love his response on like this. Getting used to doing that. Yeah. For the first time. Uh, it's, so it's not necessarily like so in college. It was more of you know I had pre-snap checks, but it was only in the past game. Now now next level up here in the NFL, it's every single player run game, pass 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 game. Um, you know, there's everything. You got you got a bunch of appendices within the plays that. Um, you know, certain certain plays require more, but there's also, you know, the simple plays where you're just handing it off and you're gonna, or you got to check it to the other side, which um, is fairly easy. But you know, it, it could get it could get pretty in detail if you know um, within within the playbook. I wanted to ask. We haven't talked to you since draft night, and, and a report came out after the draft. All right, so Dave Newton, of course, is Dave Newton. I know, da- <laughs> Cody. Look, of course, Dave. But look. Look, man, I, Dave is spicy, but Dave sometimes be asking the questions that people want to know, man. Like, for as much shit as this man stirs up, like, sometimes he sometimes he really does ask the right questions. I wanted to go live just because of that moment, just to be like, listen, Dave, David, David says the good questions, but, like, brother, why? Like, why? Well, I don't know what, though, like, but to be honest with you, I'm glad he did. Because it gave him the opportunity to give this answer. Right, right. That's one of the reasons you go to the third round were alcohol related issues. It's hard to hear. Comment on what, what those things were. Uh, truthfully, I don't know where that came from. I mean, it was just one of those things that just, you know, got out there. Uh, that, that, was, that was honestly the first time I heard that. And, um, you know, as far as that, that's something I can control, um, you know. Again, I got picked up. You know, I'm, I'm here with the with a, with an opportunity, and that's all one can ask for. Man, I, I truthfully, I don't. You know, that's 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 none of my business, and you know, I, I'm I'm gonna be the player and play. Great answer. Yeah, man. What was the question? Uh, why he fell? Well, first is like, um, 
if he, if he if he was an alcoholic or relied on alcohol to you know relieve his mental stress and then it was uh, like I think he fell why do you think you fell yeah he was basically saying like hey there were reports that came out about you and potentially having some struggles with depression and alcoholism do you think that's a reason why you fell as I, far I, as I think that's a stupid body? question that that's that's what I said. Did they um, ask the other quarterbacks why they fell? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't. Uh, Johnny Manziel type, you know. I didn't see any of their press conferences, but like, I mean, listen. But it's also one of those things where, you know, after someone gets drafted, like Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter, like they'll bring up shit that it is like a part of a player's past. That it's like, why are you even bringing that up? Hey, and Cody. So apparently, apparently, Matt didn't even know where this was like coming from. It sucks to say this, but thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank <laughs> you for doing that. Letting it fall. Thank you. Yeah, I remember it. when the uh, Des Bryant was coming out in the draft and they asked yeah. him he was a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah, these stupid some, questions. They be asking some crazy I, questions. I, I believe, I believe, sometime in the near future, one of these reporters will ask one of these players how they big, how big are they down in the sport, <laughs> y'all? It's coming, it's coming. They're gonna get a smart ass player because here, y'all measure. And, drop That's what I would do right there. It'll probably be David Newton too if we're being. It's like. It's like, brother, I got a ruler. Show us. Yeah, I mean, yeah right here it is. <laughs> oh, you way too big. You can't play quarterback. Right. Paul, you mean that's not part of the, Hey, you mean that's not part of the combine measurements? Bro, let me stop. <laughs> hey, hey, Panther Pete, they're going to see a pickle. Yeah, right. They want to see their Panther pickle. <laughs> no. they don't either. Panther pickle, right? Bless him to get picked up anywhere. Oh, man. Why is it? As you know, pretty established quarterback who's been there a while. Um, here, it's a little different. Sam's got one year left on his contract. Um, so I, I guess what I'm saying is you, you've got an opportunity here. Was this a blessing here to be picked here, uh, given that opportunity? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it would have been a blessing to get picked up anywhere. But, um, you know, there are opportunities here. And right now, all I'm worried about is just getting through minicamp and taking it one day at a time. Matt, what was that experience like in Vegas where you're in the green room, and then I guess you went yeah. with your family. You said the second day just back to the hotel. Yeah. Was, was it disappointing, and did it kind of leave you with a little bit of a chip? 100%. Um, I mean, I had a chip on my shoulder before, but, you know, it just got even bigger. And, uh, you know, it Ooh. was for sure a roller coaster. Fire. A bunch of mixed emotions. Yep. And, you know, when I got that phone call, I've never, I have never truly have never been happy and sad at the same time. I've never felt that before. But, you know. <laughs> You know, like it, it, it's definitely a good experience, and I'm glad I went just to experience it. You know, you only get drafted once, and I just wanted to do the full thing with, with my with my family. A lot of people um, you know, who describe you say you, you know, you're very competitive and, and you wear your emotions on your sleeve. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that, but if you do, what is what does that look like? Can you describe that? You know, I'm just, uh, you know, I always say, say to myself that I, I never want to get too high, I never want to get too low in your play. You know, when you do something good, you know, remain the same even if you did something bad but me i mean yeah this is what jd was talking about you're gonna see you're gonna see emotion and that's just that's just the type of player i am you know if we, if we do a good play if we if we do something that we're expected to do you know not so much of a you know emotion but like when we do something that's 
you know, wasn't doesn't necessarily happen a lot. Like you're gonna see some excitement. I like the I like um, I love this dude. Something negative, you know, of yeah. course. I I'm not love gonna show dude. it to the, my teammates, but you know, in my head, I'm gonna get on myself a little bit, and then next play. But um, you know, yeah, I'm I'm a very competitive player, and you're gonna see that. Can I just ask what influenced that? What uh, you know? Honestly, what it's how I've always been. You know, I started noticing it when I was in middle school. A dumb question. Training. I used to be, you know, I felt like a workout wasn't working and I used to, you know, I'm going to be honest, I was sorry, I started crying because I was so mad that it wasn't, I felt like it wasn't working and I kept going. And, you know, later on that, later on that, that year, I was a completely different player because those workouts were working. I just wasn't seeing the, the, the uh, progress, you know, within a couple of weeks and season comes along. I'm a totally different player. I can actually run the ball. And this was like an eighth grade. And so, you know, that was a lesson to learn back then. Just to you know, not be so hard on myself and just trust the process. Man, you said, Icky you said you guys met briefly in Las Vegas. What was that interaction like, and what's it been like getting to know him? Uh, he was one of the, actually the first linemen I met. You know that. Uh, you know he's a very uh, nice, very out there. You know I love I love Icky and I love his personality. Uh, his personality is just bright. And, uh, you know he brings a smile to my face every single time I talk to him because he's just a funny dude. And, uh, you know, I, he's a heck of a competitor. And, I, and I, that's the first time I've ever seen him work was today. And, you know, I'm excited to grow this relationship with him. Matt, what was uh, the, the idea of pick number nine? Was that your first option? Uh, no, it was mixed between four and nine. I got, I got. So this is where he talks about what made him pick nine. Caught between there. I, I didn't like the double digit numbers. And uh, you know, I really like Stafford as well. So I, I just chose with the nine. Uh, what, that's a good answer. What were the last yeah. two weeks after Vegas? Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, I had to go. I had to go back to Oxford to for just for two days to you know get more of my stuff, move it back to California, and um, as soon as that, I think I left. I got there. Uh, I left on a Sunday, got back Monday, and I started training. And I was just training for football, getting ready for uh, mini camp and OTAs. Did you have an opportunity to talk much with Darnold yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. I just want to talk a little ball, man. How do you think you threw today? Uh, throwing the ball, I, th- I thought I threw well. But, uh, you know, just keeping everything under control and having things organized in your head, you know, felt like felt like I was everywhere. But, uh, I mean, that's normal, you know, sure. just for the first install. Of course. And then how do you think your 7-on-7 seven seven performed in those competitive drills? Uh, it was definitely good just to see the competitiveness and the offense and the defense together. And, uh, you know, just putting it all together and making it, you know, one one unit. I felt like it was a good. A lot of guys knew what they were supposed to do most of the time. Coach Levy was saying that a lot of he feels like you're a lot closer to being NFL ready than. Did you Coach Landry? Before the draft, where do you feel like you stand in there? How close are you are to being NFL ready to compete for a start? This is a good question. How close is he to being NFL ready and being able to start? I would know that. I mean, all all it comes down to is knowing the playbook. If I could. Uh, another playbook, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be ready to play. And as far as, Love it. Um, you know, getting ready to, um, you know, to be a starter, like that's not my, my, of course, my mentality is to be a starter, but you know, right now I'm, I'm trying to get on that 53 man roster. I love this dude, this guy, Cody. When, I don't want to see Sam in another damn presser ever again. I'm <laughs> talking Let's about go, my, hey, who, who was that? I mean, I don't want to see Sam oh, on oh, the oh. field. Bob, you said that? See. Yeah, I said, let's I go, Keith. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, listen, man. And <laughs> hey, listen, this this boy comes in here, and if Sam comes in and say, this is my job is not to lead. I just want to be here. Man, I'll kick this motherfucker out <laughs> immediately. I'll be like, get out. 
Get out. I, I had a I had a problem when he said that shit off real good. Like that coming coming from Cam, hell, even Teddy was like, Yeah, I'm a leader. And, oh, it's, it's, it's rules legitimately out his own mouth. We don't want him to focus on being the leader. We just want him to focus. Not, wait, 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 what? Like, bro, come on, you can't, <laughs> yeah. your quarterback's supposed to be the leader, man. Like, Cam would have great games and we lose because of a turnover or something. Somebody fumbled and he'd be like, Yeah, that's on me. This, that, and that. Like, bro, you're some corrals cut from the same cloth. Like, and his demeanor, he's calm and collected. Like he, he doesn't care. He's a third round pick. You know, I like, I love this dude. It's just hey, I'm am holding. I every... one, it, am I the only one who thinks he kind of has a dope ass voice? Dope voice, dope. He does, but he does, he does kind of. It's like one of those, it, Cody. You know, voice. it reminds me one of those like you know like. I wouldn't say like reporter voice, but it, it reminds me of a calm and collected like. Um, just like a, a, a like a like. white noise. Who he sounds? He sounds, like? he sounds like the lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers' voice. Oh, like, like Andy talks. Yeah, if really? you hear him talk, he sounds just like him, bro. And, he, and he I, from California. And I apparently, mean, that's, one my, that's one of my all-time favorite bands, man. I love Chili yeah, Peppers. That, that and and apparently, he's he's Hell Mexican. Yeah, he's Mexican and Korean. And just because he's Korean, I love him already. So did you, okay, did you look that up? Is that, is that like official? Is that no, so, so someone said it in the chat. I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm taking uh, their word for it. I've heard the, I've heard the chat on, say like 15 different things on, about this on man's Wiki, on Wiki, not, not Wiki, well, not Wikipedia. On uh, on uh, I, uh, ethnic Wikipedia or something, I can post it. It says that he's Japanese. He's got a Japanese descent. But um, one of the reasons why... Uh, it's not mentioned is his family won't him and his family won't tell everybody listen i'm gonna i'm gonna need an anime tattoo right away somebody should get david noon to ask him that question just like what right what it says but it's weird it says after it says a long latino heritage then it says he's japanese american i'm like what the hell how the hell you get that I can explain this. I can explain this. Like in the world we live in right now, right? People identify as this, people identify as that. Like, I didn't crack the joke that I, I'm, I'm a black American, but I identify as Japanese. So pro somebody probably took that and took that too too literal. And it's like, okay, he's he's Spanish and uh Korean. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna identify him as Japanese. All right, I got you, man. Let me. I'm a white American, but I identify as a fat. Oh, hey, <laughs> lazy American. How's that? <laughs> How's that? Hey, Panther P, you on fire tonight, bro. Hey, hey, yeah. Pat, you can identify however you want, bro. I'll call you whatever you want me to call you, man. Oh. Um, I mean, hey, you know, it's like, I mean, sometimes I say I'm not white, I'm light skinned, you know. But what does that know, mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but no, that high school you went to, you might as well been. Oh yeah, bro. Hey, shout out Vance. Yeah, it's not called. It's not even called Vance High School no more. We we had we had a we had What's a. What's it called? Hold on, hold ago. on. I never saw it. It changed Vance's name. Uh, uh, yeah. So Vance. So uh, Vance High School. The Zebulon B. Vance. He was a Confederate general. I oh, never okay, knew that shit. The whole time I was in high school, never knew that shit Me one either. time. <laughs> and then I found out a few years ago they just changed it. I don't even know yeah, what they changed uh, it to, man. I, I started off at yeah. Butler. Y'all realize? Oh, did you really? Yeah. I went to a Vance this... Butler football game a few times when I was Matt in the... Matt Crow's mother. Isn't that where Marcus Slattermore went? Wait, what were you saying, Kenny? 
Matt Corral's mother's on Twitter. She even has a post of them. And uh, her is Liz Corral. It's at L Corral O three. Okay. Uh, she talks. She talks, she, talks a, she talks a lot about him, though, by the way. It is an off-topic, but I have a feeling his mom is probably hot as hell. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, his dad, his dad. Pause. 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 His dad ball headed like me, y'all. Gotta go cheese though. That don't work for me. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, uh, I mean, like, uh, man, I was I gonna say I, something else about Matt Corral, too. Oh, no, back to his voice, though. I'm excited to hear what his cadence game sounds like. Like when he's at the line. <laughs> like, dude, Cam. I, I, he, Cam I, Cody, dude, he, he sounds like a yeller. Cam Newton, to me, in his prime, but he doesn't get enough credit for his cadence game, bro. Like especially during that, especially during that 2015 season, bro. Especially during that Washington game, yo, he kept on making fools jump offside, bro. Yeah, you know, oh, kept on this. making. Yeah. Huh? Cam got a great cadence. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like, I feel like Corral in the locker room is yeller more than a, more than a, just a soft spoken. I feel, I feel like he, he cussed motherfuckers out in the, in the locker room. I mean, I, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a confidential with that too. And so, uh, somebody on the field one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick, real quick, I want us to all prepare ourselves. Let's take a breath. Some of y'all in the chat already know what's what's getting ready to happen. (laughs) I got bad Justin tonight. Chat, chat room, prepare yourself. Okay, I'm preparing myself. Jeez, baby, what it is? Oh, boy. Man, I had to come talk to you boys, man. What's going on, G Baby? G Baby, guess what, bro? What's Gucci? Matt Corral's my motherfucking quarterback. Dog, let it go. That's my quarterback, bro. That's my motherfucking quarterback, bro. Let's go, bro. That's my dude, man. I had to start off that way, bro. Hey, it's all good in the hood, bro. I want to talk about something, though. Yeah. I, 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 I want to say home fuck the Saints. Right oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, nah, bro, my kids just got home. I had, I, I had to come into the bathroom, G. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You guys can hear me just fine? Yeah, you oh, good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, fuck the Saints um, every day. that ends with a Y. Hey. Right. <laughs> On my mother's soul, I hate the fucking Saints, man. I hate them. I fucking hate them so bad, bro. Like, why? How? How? This is... I want to talk about Macarau. I don't want to talk about the Carolina... I want to talk about how we're going to win this division with us competing. I'm not worried about the Falcons. Oh, we're not winning. How are we going to beat the fucking Saints? This is the most powerful offensive offense I've ever seen the Saints put together, man. Like, wow, that's what? Really? You really think so? Yeah. High key. The Saints have a top offense. Easy. Yeah. Someone tell me they don't. You have Michael Thomas. 
Jarvis Landry, both he's hurt. He's hurt. Michael Ma- Ma- Thomas is MIA right now. So yeah, I'm here. There's been there's the teams have put together elite offenses for decades, and they most of them have come out. Yeah, I remember. Y'all remember that Chargers Chargers uh, team first in offense, first in defense. Remember that yeah, Ben Eagles team that was supposed to be an like, All Star team. They yeah. won. They won seven games, Cody. Seven games. Uh, yeah. How many? How many times have the Cleveland Browns built a superstar team only to come out that year and suck? Mm. Yeah, hey, by, by the way, just a reminder, everybody, like. Uh, Make sure you're not screaming into the microphones because the viewers, it blows their ears out, man. So, yeah. uh, Hold on, uh, Cody, but, I got to finish saying what I want to say, G. Because I, like, I, can't believe, I, I can't believe some of these fucking Panther fans, man. When we get our ass kicked by the fucking Saints every year, the Saints are 4-0 and against the Buccaneers the past two fucking years. Yeah, that's true. They, but did you just say oh, They still. added Marcus... Dude, Jameis Winston, bro. All of you motherfuckers was wanting Jameis Winston this offseason, bro. And Pat, Panther Pickle, I don't want to hear from you, bro, because you wanted Jameis Winston hell bad, bro. Dick, Juan, don't go at nobody, man. Keep your friendly. No, no, I'm not going to that man. shit, man. We need to put some respect towards the fucking Saints, man. I'm seeing All right, G-Baby, I'll let you in, bro. You can't go at people. That's my only rule. Okay. I'm going to let you back in. We're cool. Look, this is what I got to say, man. Jameis Winston, I mean, look, up until this point, yeah, he's the best option that the Saints have. But to, to this point, no one has seen Jameis Winston put together a full top-to-bottom season that's franchise quarterback, bro. Even and he's hurt. He throws, even when he throws 30 touchdowns, <laughs> Hit those thirty interceptions as well. So it's like I, you know, I'm not. He went sixteen and fourteen or sixteen and four. They have a good team, but I'm not. I'm not one hundred percent sold. Like the Saints or some, like I'm not ready to call them like a like ready to compete for the division. Maybe I'm being you know, maybe I'm being biased. I don't know. I don't think that they're that much better than us on paper. I really don't. They're not. Exactly. My trade for the Saints, like so many other games we lost this past season, we got out coached. Talent wise, the Panthers have just as much talent on both sides of the ball as any of the teams in the NFL. Hold on, we? You, you're a Saints fan? Our coaches. No, 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 you're a Panther fan. Oh. Wait, so, also, like, are we going to pretend like the last time the Panthers played Jameis, like our defensive line didn't absolutely beat his ass? Mm. Like, is that something that, because last time I remember that is something that happened. Yep. It's all our season's gonna come down to coaching, guys. That's it. As they said, and, our okay. players, player for player, can compete with anybody in the yep. league. It's gonna come down to can our coaching staff come up, rise up to the level of these other NFL coaches and, and out coach somebody. So they don't have a hey, running back, they have sketchy they have tight ends. Ingram. They have Mark Ingram as their backup. He shits on us every time. And, and he'll be hurt more than he plays. Always you, guys, you guys are tripping, man. They have two Pro no. Bowl receivers, a first round, in my opinion, the best receiver in the in the draft. They still have Jameis Winston. They He's added two Pro Bowl receivers, Marcus May, and they just added Honey Badger. They still have Mark Lattimore. They still have Chauncey Gardner. What are you guys talking about? Again, yeah, you're talking about a rookie wide receiver. That Michael Thomas is a shell of himself. Yeah. 
Rookie wide receiver. And this is not Sean Payton coaching on the sideline. This is the the we got to put that sound on. Sean Payton. A quality coach. Nowhere Sean near Payton quality is coach. what kept that Saints team together and kept them relevant. We're going to see what this There's a reason why Sean Payton dumped them and moved on. Hey, all I got to say, there's it doesn't make sense for Sean Payton to come here after he leaves the Saints. It really doesn't. Thank God. Thank God. He's not coming here. He yeah, ain't that's, coming that's here. That's that he's his eyes on that big star hey, down there in Texas. I'm about to pull up the article, but like, what did y'all think of that? Like, dude, so apparently the author of that, the, the, the guy that wrote that article, he's still on Twitter. Even after Matt Rule you know, denied anything like that. Uh, he went out on Twitter and said that he maintained that that was real, that David Tepper was trying to convince. I can believe uh, does that not sound like something the Panthers would do, though? Wouldn't you want him, though? Hold on, G-Baby. You don't want you, – you wouldn't want Peyton here? No. Hell no. I'm a boy. Bro, you just sung the praises of the Saints, but you don't want to that made them – so we would have to trade for right no, so so what I, what i'm saying is well so so what i'm saying is why you know in terms of the development that drew Brees had under that system wouldn't that be beautiful if corral i mean i even said this and cody cody seconded me on this if corral can sit down with drew Brees, that would be the perfect quarterback to sit down to and really help him with his stride and throwing the ball because corral is accurate it's just the way that he throws the ball 100 miles an hour that really gets him in trouble like operating an nfl offense right like like what he was talking about like like making checks on run plays and all different kinds of plays. Like Drew Brees was the master at that. Right. My thing, my thing is this: one, it doesn't surprise surprise me that David Tepper is willing to throw an ungodly amount of money yeah. at the next big name that he hears. Like that, that sounds one hundred percent like David Tepper. Um, my problem is, is I don't necessarily know if Sean Payton would actually want right. to come here. Like he right. wants to go to the Cowboys. Again, Sean Payton is under contract with the Saints until 2024. So even if the Panthers were interested, they would have to trade the, to something. No, to not, not, not if they just released the contract. Not if they just released the contract. Right, right, right. And we gave up a third rounder next year, too, already. Yeah, there ain't no way in hell that the, the, the Why Panthers would they release him so he could go to a division rival? They've got right, but no, what I, what I meant, like, he's probably not coming to a division rival if they if, if he goes to a um, a Cowboys team or if he goes to a team that really needs outside of this division, then, you know, it could happen. It reminds, Anybody it reminds that's Tom Brady is going to have to trade for him because the Saints aren't going to release him. Yeah. It reminds me of Tom Brady when Tom Brady uh, – Tom Brady retired. There was all this talk about him going somewhere else. He was going to go somewhere else. And Bruce Aarons got up and said, uh, he's under contract with us, and we'll trade him for about three first-round picks or something <laughs> such as that. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, Tom Brady come back to the books. Yeah, man. And it's like, uh, I don't doubt that happens all the time. But do you remember yep. that there were – there? Were, listen, y'all remember in the news recently, there was reports that the Miami Dolphins – they were going to get Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Yeah. So why, why would Sean Payton come coach Corral when he had the chance to, to do it with Brady? We're not, not saying he would there. come here. We're just saying that would be pretty good for him. And that, yeah, that would definitely be good for Matt Corral. Look at what he did with, with Drew Brees, man. Fuck like, Sean Payton and the Saints, man. I don't want nothing to do with the bitch-ass motherfuckers, man. Fuck them. I don't care how much success they've had. 
We're not D baby. Come on, brother. I know. I know you can hear me, brother. Well, we're saying it could be it could be good. No one said we want him. We're just saying it could be good. It could be good for his and development. If he comes to the Panthers, the Panthers will lose the most loyal fucking fan in America, bro. I will. I guarantee you, they guys. I guarantee you they won't. But my thing is this, though. But listen, if the the Panthers actually got Sean Payton, it'd be one of those scenarios where it's like, yeah, man, I don't like the dude, but I can't deny what he's been able to do as a head coach. Hey, Cody, Cody, Panther fans wanted John Gruden. Okay, so, no, listen. They they were all over Twitter. We're like, listen, uh, it was a couple months ago. They were like, they were like, listen, we we want want Gruden – and listen, I wouldn't hey, listen if he wasn't a, such a bigot. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Oh, I well, hate well, it. Also, I, I was laughing at the Raiders. Weren't Panther fans like wanting him like before he went to the Raiders? Right. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted of, yeah. Bill Cower, but now they have wanted Bill Cower for years. Yeah. But listen, at the end of the day, it's like we might as well be talking about the fucking Easter Bunny, man. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah he's no, not. Yeah. He's not. He's not coming to Carolina. The Panthers. Matt Rule gonna... will be here next year. Come hella high water, guys. We may as well get over it and move on. That is yeah, a yeah. That's issue. another thing that we have to discuss, man. Because during Matt Rule's press conference today, he pretty much reiterated that when he was talking with David Tepper the first time in his living room. He was like, man, it might be, you know, I view this as a five-year rebuild, a five-year turnaround. So, you know, it, it, it almost kind of explains that the days of cold nature from Matt Rule, like he knows he's not on the hot seat. He yeah. can just build this incrementally and incrementally. But I'm telling you, man, if all as of long those as stories. It's not a shit show, I think he's coming back. As long as it's not a shit show like last year. Yeah. I, I could mean, be it, I could be dead in five years. Come on now, <laughs> like I need I need I need now. I I know a, a few weeks back Tony put out a short clip about uh being positive, believing in in, in the good and people and everything. So oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna take that to heart. I'm I'm hoping that Rule has seen that he's learned from these these previous two three years. Um, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's, that's 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 what makes. The best people, the best people, they are because they learn from their mistakes. And listen, bro, it, it, your job, our job as fans, is to. Well, I, it it kind of sucks to say this, but I, I said this before on Twitter. But you know, our main job as fans is to look for the betterment of the team, right? And if and if, like you said, the brother comes out here and does good, or at least a semblance of good. Yeah. Then I then there's really nothing for us to say. Hey, it's time to fire him and 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 mess up the chemistry. That's only if he does good. You know, obviously if he yeah. does bad, then it really doesn't make any it's, sense. It's, it's, especially in the NFL, is like what what have you done for me lately? So yeah. if Rule comes out here and and he coaches because Rule, from what I've heard, Rule's a rah rah type of guy. So if you say you got a quarterback that's a rah rah, hype everybody up, get everybody motivated, and Matt Corral. And the team goes. The out more you get coached, the more I have to coach. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, if, if the team uh, somehow goes out there and puts together a double-digit win season, I, like by no stretch of the imagination, am I going to be upset with Rule? Like, oh, he still needs to go. Like, nah. Hey, keep 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 on keeping on. Continue to get better. We don't know. 
Rule could develop into the next um what's Belichick. We don't we don't I am I know that's that's a leap. We don't know that but well, but like, I mean, but hey, like, like, even like, look, what about Zach Taylor, the coach for the Bengals? Like, that guy, his first two years in the NFL, what I think it went like two and sixteen, or they won four games or some shit like that. Like, my my question is, is like, do y'all hate Matt Rule enough that it's like, and I mean, hate's a strong word, but it's like, if we're winning this season, like. That means Matt Rule is going to be our coach for the foreseeable. And season. I don't mind it at all. I really don't. Yeah, like, that's what I'm win, win. yeah a win is a win. And, and and nobody can complain about it. Like, like I said, if my hope is Corral is the starting QB week one. If Corral yeah. goes out there and the best yeah. he is all season is a game manager, and like I said, we get nine plus yeah. wins, double digit wins. That looks. That's all good marks for Rule, and I'm not going to complain about that because I'm sick of. Five win season, five and eleven, five and eleven, five and twelve. I'm I'm tired of that. Yeah. Like give G-Baby, the fans something to grasp. Yeah, hey, G Baby, I don't know if you're frozen or not, bro, but I wanted to ask you a question if you're still there. Yeah. Like Can what happens if Yeah, yeah, I hear you. No, you're okay. frozen. All right, all right. No, no, you're okay. good. But like my question is, bro, let's say Matt Rule wins twelve or thirteen games next year. <laughs> what are we gonna say then? Bro, Cody Lack. I'm asking you don't you even believe that. that I'm, not dude. It I'm not saying it will. I'm saying if that were to happen. Oh, hold on. I don't yeah. lose a connection. What the fuck is going on? No, you good? In the bathroom, bro. Okay. But I'm just saying if he were to win that, like if he were to take a big step forward, like, uh, you know, what would you do in that scenario? You still not rocking with Matt Rule? Yo, his. Yo, dude, you're. No. Yeah, G's G Twicky. Uh, I think you right just now. got your answer, Cody. <laughs> he yeah. just left. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this guy to all to everyone on the show, this Jimmy Rizzo dude, he always comes in here just to talk shit with me, bro. Wait, who? And I, I never. Okay, can y'all see the people waiting to come in? Probably. Yeah. Oh, okay, that that dude right there, bro. If I put him in. He's just gonna do nothing but talk shit to me. He's not even a football fan. Oh, he oh he can hear you, right? What guy? Yeah, he can hear me right now. I don't give a damn. And by the way, one time I thought I was bringing this dude in, and it wasn't him. And this dude put all this. I know Drew remembers that. Drew, that's when all that crazy shit popped up on screen. You talking about the 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 Freaky Friday free fall? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I learned my lesson, all right? Yeah, let's not I do that again. No, we we out on that. What was that? What was what was one of y'all lives where uh, C Dog and G Baby was on here? All right, that oh was my chaos. God, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, that was on. Uh, that was a Saturday. That was during. That the was draft. a Saturday free for all. I heard it was right. chaos. G Baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, my bad. bad. It's my bad. No, you're good, bro. Like, no, I wanted to ask you, like, what what are you gonna do if the Panthers are good? Like, you're not gonna like, will you give Matt Rule? His credit if they do produce a winning season next year. Cody Lack, we're a two win team this year. Oh. That's not what he asked you, though, G. I, I admire your consistency. Wow. Have you, guys gone, have you guys gone over the schedule? We have. G-Baby, who, yeah. G Baby, who are we beating then? Who are we beating? Atlanta. <laughs> and. and 
That's it. Atlanta, both games. Those are our two wins is against Atlanta. Wow. So we can't beat the Giants? No, we're not beating the Giants. Oh, uh, I, wa- I wanted to mention, I'm going to did that we game. Beat the so Giants if y'all want to pop did up. Did we beat them last year? Which game? Giants. Yeah, we He's talking about the Giants. We beat the Giants last year, G. No, no, we didn't. Do, do we have O-line okay. last year? Yeah, did we have sure. an O-line? Did we, did we have an O-line? Hey, did, they got an O-line now, though. McCaffrey's good for three games, so that's game two. We should beat him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, all right so, so when we lose, then what? Damn. When we lose to the Giants, then what? Uh, we continue on to the next we're, game. We're, we're not. Okay. We're not going. We're not going to lose to them. We be, might lose to the Giants. I, we might. All right, hey, might. let me ask y'all the flip I, side I question so. of that. Uh, okay, so okay, yeah, we, we got the Browns, the Giants, and the Saints. Yeah. The Saints that that week they don't have Alvin Kamara, they don't have Michael Thomas, they don't they probably don't have Jameis Winston because of that injury. So, all right, then you move Taysom Hill to quarterback, and then you got Mike no. It's, it, so Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is going to be uh, a, tight a tight end. And Dalton, oh. Dalton's going to be. Uh, oh, they do have Andy Dalton. What right. <sighs> Damn, you sound upset. Why you? Yeah, right. Why you sound upset though? Because you want to know why I'm upset? It's because the Saints do what the Panthers should do every year, man. What? Get Dalton? Dude, they get they they always have a backup plan. I forgot they got Dalton. That's not a good backup plan. <laughs> brother, that's brother, than any that ain't good. Hey, Andy Dalton's better than any QB we have. Brother, come on now. You come see him now. playing Dallas? He was you're boring. taking you're taking Sam Darnold over Andy Dalton, G. Yes. No. Oh, no, you're not. Yes, no, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, because 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 in a clean pocket, in a clean pocket, in a clean pocket, Sam can actually throw the ball a couple I'd of yards down the field. I mean, look, Dalton can too, but it's like that's why none of these options at quarterback outside <laughs> of what we have are good. Like they all have drawbacks, man. Like right. I can name a bunch of reasons why no one wants Nick Foles, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Baker Mayfield and Dalton, like it's that same middle of the road bullshit, man. Like even though they might be different players, they represent the same results to me. I'd rather run with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm sorry. Exactly, Fence Magic. Yeah. No, I, I, if, if, before I'm signing Fitz Magic, I'm we should get uh, we should get Tony's favorite player. Um, uh, we have Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's 34 years old. He's too old to play real football. Yeah, brother. Like one hit, that man. He was injured too in with Dallas. So. Yeah, I mean, Dane Walker. You know, and he, 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 was in, he was injured. Know. He was injured with the Bears. I mean, we were also looking at he was four years ago. We get that. Hey, he he should be he should be a a, a hairstyle uh, model. The way he, yeah, the way he I, puts up saying, his guys, hair. Look at this. Look at the crap offensive lines Cam Newton played behind his entire career. Yeah. He played with no offensive line and no weapons. Ooh, that's what I wanted to say. Cody, imagine imagine how – do you remember his first – that year when um, we lost Steve Smith, when we went yeah. to a two-tight end set and how Cam flourished? Oh, yeah. And then, and then we just threw that away for no goddamn reason. Yeah, man. And it dude, just, that, uh, that's when the Panthers still had Chudzinski as their offensive coordinator. Can you imagine if we handled Cam Newton like how uh, the Baltimore Ravens are handling uh, Lamar Jackson? Oh, or how or how about how the Chargers are handling Justin Herbert? Oh, my goodness. Two first-round picks, two years in a row were offensive linemen. 
I'm just saying, on, you bring even this Cam Newton back and put him behind that offensive line with those weapons. I know, Drew. And here we go again, man. Heartbreaking. Hey, it's heartbreaking. G-Baby, G-Baby, I got a question. Are, are you scared of Landry? Of what? Landry, Jarvis Landry. Of Landry. Are you scared of Jarvis Landry? He's a five-time Pro Bowler, G. Oh, my dear God. Yeah, but that – that that. Compared to our cornerback. Hell yeah, I'm scared of Jarvis Landry, bro. Oh, <laughs> you embarrassing yourself right now. I'm sorry, you Do you not remember the rookie that had quarterbacks afraid to throw to Jarvis the side of the Jarvis Landry is a consistent 1,000-yard re- think He is a consistent a diva. <laughs> he is a consistent diva. I, I will give you hey, Landry is a diva. I got receiver. all y'all. Keep that same energy when the season starts, bro. I, re- I remember yeah. all y'all in this motherfucker right now, bro. I will say this, though. Like, Jarvis Landry, if you look at what they're doing over there, like, they- they're basically going to ask and he's him going to back home. He's no, going back listen, home. Listen, listen, listen. Cody, what did you say? What I'm saying, they're just going to ask him to be a slot receiver. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going hey, uh, hey, to put Hey, I got it. I got it, y'all. The, the U.S. prison system now has a better <laughs> wide receiver for Chicago Bears. Or a lot of other teams for that matter. Yo, Panther Pickle, bro. I mean, it's not wrong, though, man. These receivers keep taking oh, man. L's, man. OD. Yeah, OD. let's be honest. The U.S. prison system can build a football team and whip us all good. Hey, <laughs> Judy's on my fantasy dynasty league. I'm hey, and no, actually, he was the. It, what's interesting? They released him on a bond, and then the accuser dropped the charges. Well, that's good for my. Yeah, because he got paid. Yeah, got there you go. Because she got paid. Yep. But like, uh, was the mother of his one-year-old kid. So. Hey, but I will say this though: like now that we have J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, even Keith Taylor. Like, I, really I love Keith Taylor. That, that, that we put Dante Taylor, in, the, in the slot more. Keith, Keith Taylor is a dog. And I, yeah, I hope they give like, it. I just think that that, that, that that fast slot receiver to prevent guys from gassing us across the middle, I think Dante would be perfect for that. And you can let him play aggressive, too. But yeah. I don't know. Mike, Villa is, likes to play Mike Villa is entirely correct. That's that When Shula left to become the Browns head coach, the illustrious uh, a team that we had at the time elected and put Scott, um, what's his name? Uh, Scott Turner? No. Uh, uh, Mike Shula. Uh, no, no, no. Mike Shula was our Mike Shula was our quarterbacks coach, and Ron picked Mike Shula over uh, Hugh Jackson to be our offensive coordinator. Because he had a familiarity with Cam, and Cam was going to continue to do the same offense. Uh, hey, so it was a whole new, different system. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just sorry, guys. We just I really that, need. Hey, I put that out on Twitter when Schefter's talking about all oh, the Saints got Jarvis, Chris Olave, and Michael Thomas. I put on Twitter. All I know is they don't want to smoke with Carolina's DBs, bro. And to be honest, Hell so no, far. So far, Chris Olave is probably the best wide receiver in the bunch. Bro, Horn coming back with a that picture play. looks nothing like Horn. Y'all gotta remember he played with Baker, though. So, y'all think so? 
Where's that? Bro, I think I, I think, I think it looks like it. Like, we got the squad, bro. Like, yo. Oh, hey, 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 Cody, did you see did you see Chin on those posts? He beef the man put on some weight. Oh, he's been bulking up. Yeah, he's he's a lot bulkier well, than this. That's why that's why me and me that's what me and one Carolina were talking about. Like, if you could put Chin as as a hybrid linebacker for most of the times, and you you yeah. take uh, Brandon Smith and you put him at safety because he's he's tall, athletic, and he's speedy, and he's really good uh, in coverage too. So that would be amazing. Uh, they were talking yeah. about online that no, that Chin was at the um, weight room today, and he he had been chatting up a lot with the rookies and. And in the weight room, and and it was he was just being an off yep. the field leader. That doesn't surprise me. Jeremy so. Chen has, especially in the absence of Luke Kickley and guys like that, Jeremy Chen yep. has been the, the biggest captain that we have, man. Right. I mean, Jer- Jeremy Chen's a right. dog. Like he was the only player. At, he was the only active player at the uh, retirement ceremony for Olsen and uh, yeah, I remember and, uh, that. Thomas yeah. wasn't he? Thomas Davis. Yeah. So man, dude, now networking. Hey, now that the schedule's dropped, we're pretty much in the dead of the offseason now, ain't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing else to talk about besides training cap and OTAs. Yep. Yeah, man. Crap. Uh, it's hey, going to be a long kinda, summer, man. Kind of off yeah. topic. Uh, uh, the Chargers were brought up a little bit ago. Um, Did anybody watch the Chargers uh, schedule oh, release? Dude, that was so yeah. dope. That was so yeah. dope. Dude, I ain't even going to front. Anytime you have like the like, I don't watch a lot of anime in my life. When me too. Me, me too. Uh, uh, he was a kid. He, he showed it shows you going through his progression. Yeah. Hey, Cody. <laughs> Cody, you 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 remember? College. Yeah, you remember? You remember week five though? That week five image. It's like the lawyers redacted it. I was, oh, yeah. I was on the floor. Laughing so damn hard. And by the way, uh, so for those of you who don't know, we're talking about the Chargers' uh, schedule release. If you're an anime fan, especially, you have to bro, go watch you it. You have to check it out. It's so cool. And by the way, there's so many Easter eggs too. Not only did they roast the Falcons with yep. 23, <laughs> they, they, they roasted the Browns. They roasted yeah. the Raiders. Hey, they uh, called oh, Kyler Murray. Kyler, what they call him? They called him um, a, a too short or or something like that. What did they say? I, I, oh no! Deleting the post, he was deleting his Instagram post. He was deleting his Instagram post, but also, did y'all see Jacksonville? It yeah, was a- yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> the club. Oh my who, god! Who, who, I have to go back and watch who, who, that one. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see. I it. gotta watch that. You like, can, uh, Cody, put it on. That's the thing. I'm afraid to play it because I'm afraid they're gonna copy strike. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're but, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, huh? y'all, y'all hear about Willie Willis? Uh, no, what happened? Oh, yeah, with well, Ryan Tannehill talking about well, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, well, see, Malik Willis was on the interview today and they asked him about it. He said he didn't know because he said when the report came out, he was, him and a, a bunch of the rookies were at uh, Ryan Tannehill's house having dinner, eating, chilling, all talking. And, and Ryan Tannehill says, I'm not really here to lead you. We're here to compete with each other and we're here to help each other out as we go. <laughs> and, and, and and Malik Malik didn't even have an issue with it, so no. Exactly. Like said, way, that's, they're killing. That, that's what you do in football. That, and by the way, so. y'all, like, listen, maybe it would have been the better, preferred, gentlemanly answer to say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna show the young guy the ropes." But the the simple fact of the matter is, it's not his job. 
to be that's, a mentor or to be a leader or whatever the hell that like they're competing for the same Brett Favre was never a mentor. Brett nope. Favre a was lot. never ever oh, a yeah. mentor. You, you're a grown man. You're a grown man. This, once you step into that, yep. that this position, it's, you got to yep. be out for yourself. So yep. that's just what it is. The best man went to job. But who who did that? Uh, the roster reveal y'all talking about? I want to try to. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. I know oh, I retweeted it. Yeah, man, on that whole Tannehill thing, bro. That's that's you can't get mad at a man for saying it. That's that's like some big brother, little brother. Like until you can beat me, I'm, I'm gonna just keep dogging you until you. So, but but you know what the interesting is? Interesting thing is there is no such thing as mentorship in the NFL. There really isn't. And, like everyone's everyone. This is a this is a very short span sport for individuals especially someone who's under center and always you know in the playoffs always choking but you know my my point is it's this this man is still trying to prove that he can lead this team somewhere and he has no business mentoring him now i i was on keep on the tv and they were talking about he should have said something differently but in my opinion it is what it is you want to get mentorship you, you go talk to Peyton and go to his school that he has. You go talk yeah. to Warren Moon, who, who, who definitely sticks his name. Kurt Warner, too. Quarterback. Kurt Warner. You go out there to talk to people who are actually active and still goes to different camps. Like, fancy, you want to be a good linebacker? You need to go holler at Luke Keekley because he travels around to different camps yeah. and, and helps out. Bro, that's another thing, too. I wanted to mention, have y'all been seeing Luke? Uh, Shit's fire. Hey, Did you hey, see Cody. his top five uh, linebacker list? Cody, when, when, he was, when he was talking, he was kind of spacing out, brother. I, I'll be honest with you. See, I didn't really even see all the clips. I just heard everybody was saying that he was good. Well, what I saw then that full in his full th- like when he was f- talking, at times that brother was spacing out. I'm like, man... He might be high now, though, bro. He might be smoking some good shit. Uh, he might be. Hey, it, it's good for the pain. Good for yeah, the pain. I hope he is, man. Yeah. Shit, he deserves it. Yeah. Um, my, like, I don't know. I, I didn't really see any of them, but, like, I know a lot of us had been wondering for a long time, like, what is Luke Kickley's career? How does it involve football? Is he going to be yeah, a coach? You don't want to coach. You don't I mean, coach. yeah, we know nah. he tried to. I mean, he helped. But didn't he also not turn it down though? Didn't he leave yeah. the door open to potentially do it? Later I don't think on he down? knows what he wants to do. Well, he's still yeah, going, that, man. That's what I said too. I think my man Luke and and this is no slander. I think my man is going through something of like a midlife crisis. Like he wants, mm-hmm. to, he probably still wants to play football. Yeah, but his wife is like, hell no. Well, but his body just won't let him yeah. play no more. He, he don't. He yeah. if you look at him, he don't even have the his, his the physique to play football right now. Right, have, right. I mean, he just doesn't. I mean, he let go, but I mean, when he retired, he did. It's just that now it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I saw uh, Gronkowski with his first retirement. He slimmed down like nothing, and then both right back up. Yeah, I mean it's possible. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just don't think he should. Re- I don't think what, he should play at all. No, no, he's not gonna play. Yeah, he's not gonna play. But I think he's just trying to oh. figure out what he actually hey, he wants was, to do. Luke yeah. Kinkley was on the ESPN. <laughs> he's got uh, plenty of money. You know, he's not worried uh, about that. Uh, he he yeah. hope, he helps host live on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, he talked about an assortment of things. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. He was to try a bunch of things until something feels right. Hey, Pop, you got a Twitter? I do. I follow you. Okay. Uh, 
Are you? Uh, is that your same name on Twitter? No, it's uh, it'll be the man. Hold on, let me, let me make sure. Yo, shoot me a DM on Twitter and I'll message you the uh, Chargers thing if you ain't already found it. Um, All right, I got you. Yeah, but uh, man, was there anything else we needed to talk about? I think we covered everything. Schedule. Um, I just need that um, that uh, rookie linebacker we drafted. I just. Oh need yeah, Brandon Smith. To, oh, I mean, okay. Actually, yeah. actually, no, we still got thirty JD, million above the cap. JD, let's actually go on. And that next year we're thirty-seven below the cap. I mean, uh, uh, over the cap. The cap is non-existent. That's not true. That's not true. But, but, hold on, but I want I wanted to ask y'all this though. Like, what do y'all think our linebacking core looks like this year? Because like, are we just assuming? And I think this is a help. good question. I, someone else posed <laughs> it, I think, on Twitter, but I I'm not entirely certain. Do we think Brandon Smith is uh, a day one starter at linebacker? He or shouldn't be. Gonna, or is it going to sh- be some of the free agents? But that? but but they will. They'll force him out there because we don't have a middle linebacker right now. And they I, mean, talent, I mean, talent-wise, I, I, I don't think they have him listed as – I don't think they want him to play middle linebacker. That's what um, – So what, what uh, they're going with this traditional Scott outside linebacker role? Uh, yeah, because Scott Fitterer was on was – on, it's on YouTube. Scott Fitterer was, was on early morning when, or late. Anyway, he was on with Mike Florio, and he it was, it's a long interview process. He does a long interview with him. He talks. He also says we do need help. At defensive tackle, and um, edge. No. Yep. Defensive tackle and safety. That's what he said. So yeah, Brandon Smith can play safety, but safety and defensive tackle. They need um, another edge. But um, uh, uh, Barno, but y- y'all gotta y'all gotta watch out for this man. Barno is. Bro, that I'm man with, is I'm athletic. I'm with Tony. They need to convert Barno to a tight end. <laughs> you said <laughs> tight end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the dude that ran four three six five six. His man a four three, converted yeah. that put it as an offense. Let's let's oh. convert Chin to wide receiver. Uh, uh sorry, a running back too. No, no. Tony has Tony has uh, yeah. been on that big but, on um, Tuesdays, man. He's been but, saying. Uh, yeah. Is he serious, title. Cody? Is he serious? I mean, I, but, he he probably is. Probably but we, know happen, <laughs> we know it's not going to happen. But I mean, that yeah. type of athleticism. That man, yeah, but he only had like three sacks. College, right? Can, can I ask you a question? Yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna get off after this question because I'm gonna, I gotta take this phone call. Are is you? there a way that we can put Barnes on one side and Barnes on the other? I'm I'm sorry. Say that again. Burns on one is side, Barnes on the other. No, because Burn Barno and Burns are, are are like very similar to each other. When you look at Burns with coming in in terms of his weight and how he used to play with that spin move, Barno has that. It's just I wouldn't put him. Across from it right now, I I would I wouldn't even start him out. It would be it would be like situational plays and special team plays. Like Cody, you have you have you watched tape on Barno? Yeah, I watched the film. Like, He's crazy I, athletic and super oh, fast. Dude, the, the the guy's a monster. There's tons of untapped potential. Honestly, you could say that about our entire draft class. Maybe not. I mean, uh, Icky and Quandu looks pretty complete. Yeah. But everybody else, you you very clearly see the upside. And all of them. And by the way, you're talking about, uh, you know, Pop, you're talking about, you know, what's the potential of having Burns on one side and uh, yeah. Barnum on the other. I want to have Spider-Man on one side and Venom on the other. 
Yeah, speed. Could, let me tell you, I, I could very easily see some third and long situations or just some very clear passing Pass downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, where, they, where they put that speed on him. I could well, easily I think they're going to put him like Hassan Reddick, right? He's supposed to be like, you could put, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, because because he doesn't he Barno has a lot of issues that Brian Burns did early on where he where he bites on the play way too hard and then he can't come back on the run game because his his run defense um, I think he graded out as a sixty eight but I mean he's a rookie so I mean you know take that as you will um, and who are you talking about Amari Barno oh for his run defense yeah yeah, yeah I'd, um, I'd definitely be yeah, down to see him out on there on, on obvious passing downs. I, I think they're going to move Shaq Thompson to middle. I know I don't necessarily. I don't like, want him. I don't want I, him in the middle. I, 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 but I believe that's what we're going to do. Uh, even Scott Fitterer made a mention that uh, even in, that, in that interview, he made a mention that he said that uh, when he was asked about about uh, Smith, Brandon Smith, and he said, bro, we're, we're planning to use him more on the outside than the inside. Yeah, so his and, traditional uh, outside linebacker. Exactly. And, uh, For Brandon Smith? Yeah, see, right. like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that, man. Like, listen, yeah. between Brandon Brady, Smith needs to play in the middle, man. Yeah, I but, agree. Um, I he agree. he compared himself to Jermaine Edmonds, boys. Yeah, but Cody, you know what they're pretty, trying to do? They're trying to fill brain. what what Jermaine Johnson was doing in the outside. There, that's what they're trying to push him as, because he's actually good with coverage, and he probably will line up correctly compared yeah, to Jermaine. Bro. <laughs> the, 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 the Barno, whatever, bro. He is not ready. No, we're talking about Brandon Smith. No, I know, but you guys were talking yeah. about pairing him with uh, Brian Burns, bro. Fuck that no, shit, I man. See, I, 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 I want to see yeah. play. I want to see uh, Gross. Uh, Gross. What's his name? Gross Matos. Utah. Utah. Yeah, bro. What, what, what the fuck is going on with him, G? We don't play him correctly. Hey, you know another. Hey, that another shit name? pisses me off because he is talented, and yeah. I feel like he should. He could be an everyday starter, but bro, in, in a three-four, yes. In a 3-4. We're, we're set for a 3-4 defense, man. Yeah, we but we, we're going to play a 4-3. Bro, we don't have the personnel for a 4-3, man. Bro, that's a fucking mistake, man. We are a 3-4 defense, man. I will say this, and then I'm going to catch y'all later, though, y'all. Yeah, Pop. All right, Pop. Bro, why would we be a 4-3 defense, man? That's so stupid. Well, we don't I'm have the personnel for a fucking 4-3. Why GM? Why GM? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could so play fucking that 4-3. stupid, man. Like a permanent hand in the dirt defensive end. But I, I, I did want to shout out uh, Marquis Hands because I feel like Marquis Hands is going to be another name that they're going to use uh, uh, probably more than we're expecting him to. Man, Marquise, Marquise Haynes ain't shit, bro, and he ain't ever going to be shit, bro, and he hasn't right. done shit, they G. They said that about Mario Addison once upon a time, too. And bro, mm-hmm. he, bro, he can't even sniff Mario Addison's jock strap, bro. Well, that's kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> that's just I facts, mean, man. I want to see you, you. What's his name? I just want to see Gross Detour. play, man. He is playing. He just doesn't fit in a... He doesn't fit traditionally as, as a as a you know put his heels on the ground and just go in hey, the pass rush. These are my starters, bro, for my front front seven for the for the Carolina Panthers. Unfortunately, we have Derrick Brown soft ass in the middle. Oh what? Oh, actually, Hold on now. Hold on, no, you said Derrick Brown is soft. Derrick Brown soft as fuck. Oh oh my goodness. Derrick Brown. Derrick Brown was nothing like Star Tulane and K1 Short. He was never near those guys, bro. 
And that's you understand fact. that Star and KK had each other, right? When they were doing their business, when they were at the top of their game, Star had KK, KK had Star. When Star left, KK didn't look the same, did he? So no, he, he did. But he was always hurt, though, G. You can say that Derek, whoever you want to say, compare Derek to, if he's KK, if he's Star, he needs a running mate. Yes, he does. There yeah, were plenty like, of times honestly, last like, season where like, I saw Derek taking on two blocks and a gap open for a linebacker or another defense lineman to slide in and make the tackle. And Jermaine I Carter is on the same side of the field as Shaq. The man, the, the man, the man can't, can't, can't block five people and rush the pasture at the same time. And like, also, this is why people, you know, people, said, got, but people got mad at me when I said this shit at the time about us using the top 10 pick. On Derek Brown, it was a mistake. It, 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 it was a mistake. Good, no, it, let me finish, bro. I'm My saying bad, this, this is why people like us drafting him top ten. This is why I never wanted to draft him top ten because now expectations for him are way higher than they should be for a zero exactly. defensive tackle. Exactly. Like, listen, his only job that he is ever going to do for us, he might get four, maybe five sacks a year in a good year. But this guy is meant to be a space eater in the middle. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be an Aaron Donald. He's not even a Fletcher Cox. Like, that's just not what he does. So, in the league, that doesn't run the ball anymore. Yeah, right. I mean, it's dude, and so it's like we, we really kind of have to, like, we're, we're almost putting too much on him. Yeah, they benched him last year, but, dude, our coaching staff last office, year, man. especially at the end, our coaching staff was just ass, man. Yeah, like, even even, even if you like, I think everybody could agree. Uh, between Brady, Rule, and Snow, Snow has been the most consistent, decent, good coach out of the three. Brady's no longer here. Hey, he I wouldn't even. Play. I would even say Snow has been consistent. Yeah. And that's. I the don't thing. think he's been there's decent multiple, either. There's been most. There like last season was a great showcase of what I what I'm, I'm alluding to. There were multiple instances. The Dallas game comes to mind in particular. We were running a nickel set, knowing that Dallas wanted to run the ball. He should have been out of that defense after they got, like, the first gash big run. You're asking a safety to come down and play. I don't care how good the safety is. Ezekiel Elliott and a safety, that's a win for Ezekiel. You, you, We should have been in a nickel. We should not have been in a nickel defense in that game. We should have gone to a 4-3. Yeah. Like, it, it was too easy to just adjust 4-3. Y'all, yeah. y'all want to run it? We gonna, we gonna go old school. And the, by the uh, way, JD knows this too. Go watch Brett Coleman's video, man. He talked all about this. I'm, I'm telling you, like, so, so, there were multiple times last year where Snow tried to get cute, and the defense paid the price. Too cute, too cute. So, if, and if, we, and, and 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 to your point, we don't even run a traditional three four or a four three. We run a three three whatever. It's a big twelve defense. But by the way, I'll say this. I'll say this, and then I'm gonna throw it to Kenneth. Uh, I do think that our defense the past two years was kind of a necessary evil rather than what they wanted to do. Does that make sense? Like I think that if you look at their defensive line and their linebackers, and especially when they were trying to add to their offensive backfield, like they kind of felt like they were vulnerable if they didn't play that style of defense. Now, this year, they have a better opportunity to go a full base uh, 4-3. or. Uh, and even then, Cody, we won't. Because so, with the amount of DBs yeah. we picked up, we won't. And by the way, so this is kind of talking about what we're talking about. 
they made a, a one of the guys from Four Man Rush, Kev. He put stats comparing the third year or the first and second year of K1 Short and Derek Brown and just kind of comparing the numbers. They're actually kind of comparable. And then, funny enough, uh, later on in that thread, K1 Short comments. And he says, D. Brown going to be good. I can tell you that firsthand. Yeah, is this man, like, didn't, it, wasn't the door open for him to come back? Uh, for K1, there, there was rumors about it. He was at practice. Yeah, yeah he was first at practice. Year. Um, so, by the way, that's just for what it works, man. K1 Short yeah. is a believer in Derek right. Brown. Uh, um, me too. Yeah, but, yeah. but again, man, and like even making that comparison, K1 Short and – uh, Derek Brown that, again. They played different positions, basically. Yeah, like you know, uh, Short was a yep. three tech and a three four, and right. that's not what uh, and, what Derek Brown does. And, so let let's also be fair. K one Short and Star had better coaches, even when there's rookies. Oh they yeah, had, I mean they they had had Sean, yeah, they had, that's facts. That's facts. That's bad. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. telling you, it's, it's, it's like even with the uh, the linebacking core, like it's it's somewhat disappointing to see Shaq. Like Shaq was with Luke for the number of years that he was, but I can vividly remember there were instances where, like I said, Cam, I, there were games where I could see Luke telling guys, "Move the like, bro, get the." There's a clip where I think he pushed TD or Shaq, like, "Get the fuck over there." <laughs> yeah, you need a linebacker that's that that. That's exactly. the reason why I say, uh, is it Brandon Smith, yeah. uh, the, the rookie? Yeah, he has to. He probably has the talent to be a day one starter, but his knowledge. Next year's there. first round pick needs to be a linebacker, Hold on, who just said that, bro? Who, who did, just said bro. that about Brandon Smith? Oh right? no, uh, no, no, not me, not me. Who was that? That was JD. Bro, facts. He does not, bro. Yes. Next year's yes. Cody. Next year, next year's first rounder needs to be an edge rusher or a linebacker. And I know, I know, last of the fifteen linebackers, only one of them panned out. But we, we can't. I cannot. I can't do any more comp linebackers. Even, even as like, good as Thomas Davis was, there were still plenty of film where Luke Kuechly grabs him, pushes him over to the other side of the D line, and points to him where to go. Thomas Davis did. So Thomas Davis is even on film explaining yeah. that situation. Yeah, we've been saying, we've been we've been yeah. uh, crudely crucially spoiled by Luke yes, Keekly. Exactly. Yeah. And even before Luke, you had you had even before Luke. Yeah, John Beeson. Oh my God! I mean, we 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 we've been spoiled. Imagine John Beeson and Luke Keekly together. Oh my God! Well, they God. were. <laughs> Bro, no, no, even even Shaq even Shaq Thompson. Shad Thompson is not the centerpiece of your linebacking core, but he, dude, when we had prime Luke TD and a young Shaq, dude, that was a badass linebacker. That was that was, was bad as fuck. That was you know we we, Cody, so we can go uh, at those time we can go middle field coverage. We can play Tampa three. We can yeah. come down in the box. Oh my goodness, it was. But, but the thing is, they put fear. Into them running backs and them QBs, man. Even the offensive linemen, man. I'm we telling need, you, man. They, you know, offenses we were scared of TD and Shaq, man. And that's fact. We had an interview where he's talking about yep. Luke was the hardest linebacker to play against. Like, you call an audible and Luke audibles to the – like, mm-hmm. he's counting. Mm-hmm. Like, Luke yeah. was on demon time, man. 
Ten steps ahead. Ooh, that white boy, too, man. <laughs> Offensive coordinator st- Morgan, stayed yeah. awake yeah. at night trying to figure yeah. out ways to scheme against Luke Kegel. Someone's on oh. that motorcycle. Uh, but, uh, I want to throw this out there. Uh, oh, okay. com- compare last year's uh, defensive coaches to this year's defensive coaches. We got Paul Pascaloli, Mike Servio, and Steve Wilkes, and Terrence Knight. But to compare them, and Al Holcomb, by the way, to compare this year's to last year's, um, if, if Snow listens to some of them, and by all intents, if you listen to his interviews, I think he will. Um, I believe he, I believe they, he will listen to them. And some of these issues he's had in the last couple of years, maybe I'm hoping that they'll be fixed. Mm-hmm. Because these guys are, know what they're doing in the NFL level. And they yeah. know they're certain, you know, when you're three and one, don't line up in the nickel set and everybody drop back to coverage. You'll leave one defensive lineman at the line. Yeah, I mean, dude, like it's it's that weird time, man, where I feel hopeful about mm-hmm. this Panthers team, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have reason to be hopeful. Like we have good players, y'all. Yeah, we have players that can make us go far. I mean, a legit playoff push comes down. But to just, are we finally going to realize that potential, man? And not just coaching; it comes down to more schemes than anything else, like. I, you know, when, when I say like, Hey, let's, let's go play a regular four, three, but then we pick up so many cornerbacks and it just tells me that we're going to keep doing the same thing. And, you know, we're going to have the same issues on defense with tackling. Cause I mean, let's be realistic. You can't, you can have a bunch of corners in the backfield and you can't, you can't ask these guys to play like an actual linebacker when it comes down to it. Right. So, you know, run defense, I'm hopeful that you know, Amari Barno can actually click. But in the beginning, like I said, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, dude, it, it's going to be tough. And, like, I asked this last Friday, but, like, do we trust our coaching staff to be able to polish up all these players that need some polish, right? They're, right. Not, they're not ready to play just yet. So, I'm hopeful. Yeah, I'm hopeful too, man. Definitely hopeful, man. Well, yeah, we shall see. Guys, we've been about two hours and ten minutes, man. Good stuff. It's a damn good podcast yeah. if I do say something myself, man. Fantastic show today. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to plug or say before we get out of here? Kim, uh, promote your channel, man. Um, you know, it's a blessing to be here. Um, dealing with, you know, I, I've, been, I've been dealing with a bunch of stuff. Um, even, even uh, finding the, finding the, the want and need to go on a podcast and talk about the Panthers, yeah. but you know, you know, shout out to C3, shout out to uh, Col- uh, Pat Coltrane, shout out to Keep Pounding TV, shout out to John, uh, One Carolina's coming back, yeah, um, shout out John, um, John. PMP, I mean everybody, and I don't, you know, I don't beef with anybody. I show love, except on oh. Twitter. I will beef with you on Twitter. Um, <laughs> right, right. So Twitter, yeah, Twitter is for beef. Right, no, I'm, I'm respectfully. I've always said this about all Panthers, you know, podcast creators, like the rising tide lifts all boats, man. All boats. Like, we can all be successful doing this shit. So, yeah. You know. But shout out, shouting out NLP. Uh, we yeah. just got a new, we got, we just got a new intro and outro done and I think it's fire. Um, so check us out. 
Uh, it's the NLP podcast. You can find the Nine Lives Panther podcast. It's on Twitter. Um, yeah, just check us out. Give us a shout out. We're doing a 500 subscriber giveaway. So, I mean, we're, we're giving away a, a gift card, uh, merchandise, and uh, what else? Merchandise to our own podcast. So, I mean, listen, it's free stuff. So, get in there. Hey, man, check them out. Check out Nine Lives Panther podcast, man. Uh, boys, this has been another edition of the Free For All, man. Shit, it's been a good-ass day. Hopefully, there will be some kind of news uh next friday but um y'all know we'll be back tuesday night uh every tuesday night at 9 p.m for our flagship c3 panthers podcast where me tony greg and ck are gonna talk about all the panthers uh news and opinions that there are to be had man but um does anybody have any, anything else i want to say before we jump out of here let's just yeah, hope I got all the to- panthers get arrested this week yeah <laughs> Yeah, no more, hey, say that again, man. No more arrest. They need to go home. They need to go to bed. They need to do like Matt Corral and learn the playbook. Right. That's the fact. That's hey, you see uh, Strange yet? Yes. That was awesome. Uh, well, believe it or not, dude, I've had a fucking it, – it's been crazy. I am Cody, you need to get in there and watch that. I know. I know. I, I need to quit fucking around. I'm probably uh, going to do it this weekend. God, the, the gruesomeness of it and the jump scares. Oh, my goodness. Wait, what movie is this? Doctor Strange. Yeah. Hey, 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 without hey, spoilers, hey, Kevin, without spoilers, Kevin, you know the first jump scare was in that temple where the, where, where that, where the light – Yo, I, I jumped out of my seat. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad y'all told me about that. Now I'm now I can go into the shit prepared. I know it's like a horror. Like a horror. Like, Listen, uh, Cody, that whole, if, movie, that whole movie was not fair to that. To uh, I don't want to say her name. To, to the yeah, I mean, what wasn't fair? I mean, now she shall never be a superhero in another Marvel movie. Just can't happen that way. I mean, Who? you can't trust her. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, no spoilers. No spoilers. I mean, you can't, no I mean how, if you, how can you be a superhero and actually trust her if she comes help you? Yes. I mean, well, I, already, I already think I know who he's talking if about. If you look at the comics, though, it's it it plays out really similar yeah, to, to Secret War and the House of M. Yeah. I mean, they trust her later on, but anyways. And no spoilers, yeah. no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, House of awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw this yeah. at you. To the yeah, Saint yeah. fans and the Falcon fans that keep coming in chat, it don't matter how much you run your mouth about, your team still sucks. They will always <laughs> yeah, suck. Yeah, they so. sucked when they went to the Super Bowl, and they will always suck. And if they don't suck <laughs> Drill the Sergeant field, Kenneth. they probably suck in the locker room. If you know what I'm oh. trying to say. Uh, and, yeah, there's some undercover brothers. Yeah, man. And Sean Payton, let me tell you what kind of coach he is. He lost the quarterback that took him to the Super Bowl. Because Bill Parcells, when Sean Payton first took on Bill Parcells after he left to play, after he left the Cowboys, Sean, Bill Parcells got in front of the press conference after Sean Payton and Drew Brees whipped him. He says, y'all know that that whole thing runs around Drew Brees, don't you? Without him, it ain't nothing. And he's right. When Drew Brees retired, Sean Payton, it didn't work. Chum bucket. He tried Teddy Bridgewater, didn't work. He tried this other dude, got hurt, didn't work. So when the going got tough and the cap got high, Sean Payton bailed. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. the sorry-ass loser he is. Hey, this, yep. this, is, this is what I want to leave 
Saints and Falcons fans with one, 28 to three, and number two, Diggs, sideline, touchdown. Mm. Found it, baby. That's it for another edition of the C3 Friday Free For All. I'm your host. Then he hits y'all with the, are you not entertained, too? Yeah, are y'all not entertained? <laughs> are y'all not entertained? Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe. Hit the notification bell every single time we go live. Once again, I'm Cody Lashney. I'll kick it with y'all again this Tuesday for another, another edition of the Friday Free For All. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, Brad. Keep pounding, motherfucker. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.